Yo, we are live. Here we go. Here we go. This is DPS Podcast Damage Per Second Podcast, episode number 96. Four episodes away from the big triple digits. The big 100. The one honey. Hun- hunnit. Honey, what's, what's the what's the slang way of saying honey? Is it honey? What's that? Honey, honey, is that honey? Hundred dollar bill, y'all. One hundred, one hundred. Yeah, whatever. We, look, we 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 almost at a honey. Let's say it, say it super proper. One hundred. We are 100. almost at one hundred episodes. We're at the century mark, people. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be awesome. But. This episode also is going to be awesome because we're going to have a good time despite the fact there is not a lot to talk about at the moment. Uh, yeah, um, but let me introduce my co-host, Gaming Forte. What's up, bro? What's going on, man? How are you? This is um, doesn't seem like it's been that long because it hasn't. I saw you two day, what yesterday on Brap, but right. but you know DPS is you know this is home, so being here with you. And only you. I desire that every week, and I'm super happy to be here. Well, that sounds like a song or something. <laughs> <laughs> you remind me. Oh, go, hey, 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 hey. It's a bridge too, too far. It's a bridge too far, sir. A bridge too far. <laughs> I, was, I was. I was. I'm about to be your bridge for a brother. Well, I mean, well, you got to actually read the book to be my my, my bridge for a brother, man. Oh, okay. that, that, of course, yeah. that book is you know the way it came. You know, the, only the the best fantasy book to come out, and God knows how long. But no, no, seriously, like, uh, what, you, what you been up to, man? What you been playing? Um, so been playing Destiny, been looking at Fortnite, looking at all those high price skins. They looking got at there. Fortnite, not looking playing at Fortnite. Fortnite. No, looking at Fortnite because at it, this can, point, can I Fortnite, can I tell the the ten yes, percent of the story you may, you real may quick? Tell, you may tell a lie of a story. It, a lie is it? A lie? Okay, you know there were people that were present, you know, for this that know this isn't a lie. So look, we were supposed okay. to play Fortnite. Me, Forte. And our good friend Cat Daddy Lurk. Shout out to Cat Daddy Lurk. I think Cat he's out Daddy on Lurk? the road uh, right now, but I hope he's listening. If he is, if not, he's catching it on replay. What's up, bro? So, me and Lurk are already playing the game, but we're trying to figure out like, where, where's Forte. And I already know where Forte is. Well, well I know where he's not because he said he's going, he's coming to play the game, but nowhere to be found. Shocker. Mm-hmm. So then later on, after we got done playing Fortnite, we decided to go try out multiverses here forte finally shows up after we done <laughs> done played fortnite now he shows up and then he's like what is this multiverses crap this game sucks and it's like like have you played it how do you know it sucks forte i don't i'm just saying it sucks i don't know if he was drunk may have been i don't know anyway he installs a game it's a free game <laughs> we've been playing the game he comes to join. We decide to do a little, you know, with three three of us here. So like, Lurk's gonna play with the AI, and I would play with Forte. Soon as the match starts, this band goes on mute, disappears, AFK, and I'm just sitting here, just like, this don't make any sense. Like, wh- where is he? And I'm like, Forte, what's, what's up? What's going on, bro? And nothing. Absolutely nothing. So after about five minutes and of him disappointing us, me and Lurk just say, you know what, man? I think I'm just going to call it a night. He's like, yeah, me too, man. We just get off the game. 
later on I get a text message from Mr. Forte over here where'd you guys go where did we where did you go is the question <laughs> see this is what I had to deal with all the time when you guys wonder like how come Forte and Slow Mo don't play more games together this is why this is why this is why because Forte is wholly unreliable when it comes to playing these games at any kind of like reasonable time period where other people actually want to play games do you have anything to say for yourself sir no i don't i well yes i do um i had to restart my computer because discord froze i tried shutting discord down i booted it back up it still left me on mute so i was like hmm let me restart my computer i restart my computer i text slow-mo and say hey it's restarting my computer because my i i didn't tell him why i just said restart my computer and then i come back and i finally unless it, it, it closed out discord and everything but it, you, you know if you close out discord it launches you back into discord and it put me back in the party but there was nobody in the party and it was unmuted i was like oh they left and i text slowbo and said hey did you leave he said 20 minutes later he texts me says yeah you went on mute getting you left and then all of a sudden you were out of the game so me and cat daddy said that's it we're just gonna be done playing and i was like oh okay well i had to restart my computer because of this slow-mo didn't even respond to me and then he gets mad at me because i was supposed to play a game with him but he wasn't there it's my fault i should have been there earlier we were, i had a bunch yes. of stuff going on so i'm not going to blame slow-mo for this but i was trying to play a game with him last night and it was pretty and i didn't get a chance to and let's be for real that dc game is actually really cool i was playing it the other day with some people and i was like yo you were playing it the other day with some people yes that, that that wasn't me well okay. you wasn't online at that I, point okay just, you just, were out you know, and about with you was out I, and about with your family that day you know what just just but by the way uh you were also supposed to play fortnite with me and brad and you also <laughs> flaked on us as well so it's just I like still ain't played fortnite I, yet. you know what i this is what i've just come to the conclusion is that just that oh, forte, please just, he, do forte don't want to play games with me so I'm a, I'm gonna stop I am gonna stop trying to play games with Forte. So maybe, I like to wait, wait, maybe wait. So he I like thinks to I'm a bum or something, and he don't want to carry me tis. in these games oh my God. or something. I don't know what it is, but he just whenever like we supposed to play games together, he got every excuse in the book tonight. But I like but, but so, oh I got paint my garage. Oh I got I got defumigate my my trash cans. Uh, I gotta, I gotta like you know, gas up uh, my car, but not like any gas. I gotta get like out of state gas, so I, I'll be gone for a while. Like, it's always an excuse. So you know, I just. I, but I like I, doing it. But but I like spending two and a half hours up to three hours with you every Thursday. So I it's mean, not that I don't like spending time with you. But but we gamers, man. I know, this but is, I but you can't. You can, at least you can't say. At least you can't say. I ignore you. You do. No, I don't because I'm here with you right now. You you ignore me all the time. <laughs> I do not ignore I, look, you. I can I can you post. Like I leave you on red or something. Yeah, you do. Oh my oh my like I can post like a like a, a full screenshot of me just sending Forte messages and no response back over the course of days. <laughs> Where's this at on Twitter? No, on text messages. 
It's definitely don't go no days. It might go hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it. it's, so, it's okay, slow mo. You are kind. You are smart, and you are somebody. Thank you. I needed. I needed that. Wait, wait. I'm looking. The biggest. The biggest gap I see in our text messages over the last two weeks is a two hour gap. Bro, are you sick? Scroll up. I'm looking. Keep scrolling up. Look at I how many. Look at how many times I text you. And you don't text back. Ever. Listen. Listen. Ever. You never, you never text back, man. I'm, okay, I, so July twenty third, I see a text on the twenty third. It wouldn't surprise me at all if my name and your phone is on read, because that's what you leave me all the time on read. <laughs> you can't. Well, you, good thing you don't have an iPhone, so you can see. <laughs> you can, you can see what other people call you on iPhone. Huh? You, on iPhone, you can see what other people have have a name for you. You can. Oh no! On iPhone, you can see if people leave you on red, though. Oh uh, well, I mean, you can. I mean, you can turn it off. You can do that on Android. Well, you too, can turn it off, yeah, yeah. But most people don't, because it's a it's a default setting on your phone to be on red. Yeah. People anyway. be telling on themselves, like, "Look, man, I know you saw my message. It says you read it." <laughs> Mickey dies a lot. Says I sound a little needy. Oh. Really? Really? I, I don't think that's no. I mean, I'm just look. We're all adults here. It's a little needy. Huh? But, but we're all adults here. If someone oh said, "Hey, God. hey, hey, slow mo, look, try and play X game with you." Hey, right, cool. What's up? What's up? Sure, you know, around this time period, bet I'll be there. If I'm not gonna be there, something's not right. Something changes. I'm gonna let mm -hmm. let you know. Hey. Something came up, can't make it. Something, if not, came up. if not, I'm gonna be there. Forte? Nah. Mm. He's not as courteous. Something oh came up. God. I don't say anything. <laughs> Just say I said nothing. <laughs> I don't I don't know anything. What? Tell you, my bad. Whoopsie. <laughs> like, so it's just this, like is that this just sounds like a lot. If I'm needy. Mitchy dies a lot. I'm, I'm, I'm. I just need some courtesy. That's all I want. Some, some courtesy. You know, some a little R S P E C T. You know, find out what it means to me. That's all. That's all I want. You know. Anyway, I want that too. Stop it. We shout out some people in the chat real quick. Shout out to Spider Thirteen being the first one here. Shout out to Bunty, Dave, Foker, Falker. Yeah. That Falker, yeah, that's it. Michi dies a lot. That guy Smitty, Arcade, Railzair, Double Low, Big Daddy YXX. Uh, why if I say the Y? That's in it. Okay, Big Daddy <laughs> XX. There we go. Ryan Landis, Rob the Don Two O Two. That guy Smitty. I already said that. Cat Daddy Lurk, Truth Serm, Mister Xbot, and uh, Gregor Von Doom is in the house. Uh, mm -hmm. He said, texting requires spelling. Give Forte a break. He's trying. Facts. You know what? That's very, very true. I Facts. am not thinking about how hard it is for him to respond back to me. So, yeah. Yep. I got to get a dictionary out for each word that I, that I type. Um, uh, <laughs> about the games that I've been playing this week. So, I've, I've actually been diving into a lot of different things. Uh, mm -hmm. Played the little, uh, actually played a little card with Delhi. Um, a few what? days ago. Yep. Um, I, cause I have, uh, I have, I got Modern Warfare 
the remaster, the 2019 remaster. I got that with uh, um, when I got my GPU, <clears throat> excuse me, in 2019. So I still had that game. And he was playing it, so I joined him. I haven't really, I hadn't in, in, engaged in the multiplayer at all. So, you know, that was, uh, that was cool. Um, played some Apex Legends. Hated it. I still hate that game. I don't know why I keep going back to it just to say I hate it. But I hate Apex Legends. Uh, <laughs> as you see, some real company um, gameplay is playing right now. Uh, a lot of... Uh, um, multiverses and Fortnite as well so you know that's that's just been the stuff i've been playing i'm gonna get back to uh playing games that actually have a end to them a completion end. because uh, i've been on 18 games beat for a really long time and this this is like the luke about to catch you i know right luke is at yeah, like, like 12. 11 now 11 well probably 12. we'll love her 12 yeah um yeah, so her putting that work she just beat dishonored 2 um yesterday yep yep i was talking to her about it she really loves it um I'm, I'm glad she does you know like like i i think arcane as a studio is like they're i think they're very polarizing you know in a way because it's like you either love their games or you hate their games mm -hmm. and i don't maybe polarizing isn't the right word i just like they they have they're an acquired taste for certain because like all their games are in first person perspective but their gunplay is really kind of mediocre but like mm -hmm. but it's like that's not why people play their games people play their games because of the stealth elements the the stuff the the, the level design um that really lends towards uh helping you choose which method do you want to actually go about completing your mission and for people who love stealth games and like we haven't really had a lot of good stealth games in a long time uh dishonored and arcane's games are probably really really a like a godsend for them so this is kind of the reason why like probably the, my biggest concern with uh redfall because redfall is not a stealth game redfall isn't supposed to be a stealth game it's supposed to be like a four player first person shooter multiplayer may look like kind of like a looter shooter if you think about it it's got a lot of vibes towards borderlands um this with character models and 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 the themes plus like it's got loot that actually like has levels and stuff so it's like this is a little bit out of the wheelhouse i kind of wonder how it's going to turn out but yeah i've, I've been mm -hmm. playing i've been playing that stuff um some of the stuff i played today we're going to talk about later like cult of the lamb and diophil chronicles um but the demo that is but anything you wanted to say real quick before oh do we need to do shout our channel members we got to do that real quick before we get into the topics right oh yeah 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 definitely uh, let me pull up the list by the way, Cat Daddy Lurk says he forgives you for a time. No, no, tell him. I, I'm sorry. I, it wasn't that I didn't want to. Like, literally, I came back. You were gone. I was like, no, they're going to think I don't want to play with them. And As they get exactly what they did. Yeah, <laughs> and you don't. Anyway, uh, let me. <laughs> let's take a look at our um, shout out to all the Tempest Centers that we're going to shout out real quick. Uh, appreciate all you guys. We really uh, love that you guys choose to support us in this way um thank you thank you thank you five thousand times thank you um shout out to arcade 4247 john john the don dragon yobi jeff b gaming steve harlow ham solo zero five 
Hat Daddy, Lurk, Truth Serum, Big Mike, Hustle and Motivate, Smokes 901, Erodimus, Ramon Terrell, Homie One Kenobi, Replicant, Bunty, Sirtaz117, Gaming Forte over here on my side of things, Corey Hill, Stardust Acero, and that guy Smitty. So, that guy Smitty. Yeah, shout out, shout out to, um, I'm a rich swag lord. Shout out to Hustle and Motivate, Ramon Terrell, Replicant, Hargi Chani. Shout out to Sir Taz, uh, Stardust Acero. Shout out to Brat, Corey Hale, Elder Cat, Mr. Cat Daddy Lurks. Shout out to Erodimus, the homie Slumo Backslap over here, DJ Oris, and that guy Smitty. You guys are what power the channel and we really appreciate um, all the love and support that you give to both channels absolutely absolutely so let's i guess we can go ahead and get into these topics right yes we can get into these topics first topic up is spider-man coming out on playstation tomorrow so check this out right it's already out on playstation you mean pc right i'm sorry pc my bad my bad man you trying to you trying to go trying to make us play at 30 frames per second again hey 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 (laughs) it's 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 60 fps on on pc it depends on on which playstation PlayStation you're talking about well look like this this gameplay that i'm showing right now is me uh throwing just putting some stuff together real quick earlier today because i just want to make sure i had something you want to know the content right right um i'm a little rusty so you know you 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 could definitely tell in the combat how rusty i am anyway spider-man the uh 2018 version of spider-man made by insomniac games is coming out on pc tomorrow the port is done by nixus uh owned a studio acquired by sony playstation studios specifically to port games their first party games over to pc so this is probably going to be the biggest one that they're porting. Uh, I do believe they're also doing the Uncharted games, like the Lost Legacy and Uncharted 4. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're doing, it seems like they're doing like the majority of the games that are coming over. But I had, well, one question to you, Forte. Are you getting, are yes. you getting this? You're getting it. Yes. You, you yes. never beat the first one. You never yes. beat well, it on PlayStation. That's where I- that's where I'm going, but this is where I'm going to beat it at on PC. Because mm-hmm. I want to play, even knowing um, certain people on review said that it doesn't really do it the justice to have it in ultra wide. I just like the visuals that you get from ultra wide and this game supports it. And I definitely want to see what that's like and everything um, running at 140 plus frames per second. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's pretty much the reason I want to do it. It's like, it's not that it wasn't it's not that uh because i'm not really that big of a superhero fan when it comes to like i like spider-man but not really the games never really spoke to me Mm -hmm. but um this one has always been something different and i just didn't want to play it on anything but pc and i'm glad that it's here so i'm gonna play it there cool um i'm i've already uh pre-ordered it uh and i'll be playing it tomorrow of course you you know i did right uh i got it off of cd keys for like uh what was it 42 dollars i think it was is that how much it is on cd keys right now yeah check 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 cd keys out might still be that price i got it like a week ago so uh um so but i can't pre-install it or anything like that i can't install it until tomorrow but it is what it is right um, I've platinumed this game and the Miles Morales uh, um, side game on on PlayStation. Um, this is like 
I think I probably like I started another playthrough but never finished it. Um, after uh, after it was uh, um, brought over the, the PS5, but I'm looking forward to playing through this game at, at like at minimum 120 frames per second. Like I, I, and I think what I might do, I might switch it over to off of my uh, my 4K monitor and just go 4K uh, with uh, with um, some some ray tracing. I kind of like manage it and then do 60 FPS and just see which one I like the most. I already know I'm gonna like the frame rate one the most, so I'm just gonna probably end up doing ultra settings. 1440p and 120 fps just to kind of like just enjoy that experience because ray tracing is cool to look at for a little while but like mm -hmm. it, it it will never be at least as far as i'm concerned more important than the frame rate like if it's it's cool to look at and like have some some beautiful visuals here and there but just can't beat doubling your frame rate like it's just, you just can't beat that so I'm going to enjoy it. I'm going to play through it. Uh, it's, it's going to come with all the DLC that that the the uh, original game came with. That's like the I think it was like three or four of them. I can't remember. It. Uh, Black Cat is in it. A uh, couple of other side. I can't remember the villains that were in it or not. I can't remember. I can't remember which villains they were. But uh, the DLC were pretty good. I I just uh, you know I just. You know, I really enjoyed this game. It was probably the first game I, I ever platinum on PlayStation. Just that's how much I oh, enjoyed really? it. Cause I'm I'm not, you know me, I'm not an achievement or trophy chaser or hunter. Like I can't see myself, like especially with some of these games where like the trophy is like something s silly, like hey, uh, collect tw two thousand chickens. Like, <laughs> no, I'm not doing that crap, right? But. If it's something that like I'm just in the course of me playing the game, I'm already close to getting the platinum, or already close to just getting the uh, uh, the hundred percent achievement, then I'll go ahead and do it. And with this one, I think it was I only needed like three trophies to get the platinum, and one of them was like visiting Uncle Ben's grave, and uh, the second one was the second one I think was giving like. 10 new yorkers high fives and then the, the the third one was like something actually i actually had to work towards which was just mm -hmm. like i think i think you had to clear every borough you had to clear every every region of like any of the other uh, side activities which took a little time but that was just playing the game which i had fun doing so it wasn't that big a deal so uh i'm probably going to do all that again um, on PC, and did you hear about the performance stuff? I did. Yeah. So apparently, there's some weird uh, performance issues going on that that have slowly been fixed. With uh, like, well, that they're not all fixed, but they're getting there. So like, they're they've been slowly fixing um, some of these issues where there'll be like some frame rate dips out of nowhere. And typically, uh, if it's a frame rate dip during combat that's one thing but it's a frame rate dip and you're just swinging <laughs> you're not even really doing anything uh like uh, chaotic then it's like that's yeah you gotta fix that crap so hopefully there's supposed to be a patch that's uh coming out um tomorrow so hopefully that will cover everything get everything squared away but uh i think the biggest thing 
that uh well, well before i ask this question forte uh are you do you have any concerns about the performance forte you broke up what did you just say i said do you have any concerns with the performance no i mean in, in general i mean when it comes to i mean they really haven't given me a reason for i mean outside of horizon uh when it first launched the first time gave yeah. people a reason to think that their games were going to be truly optimized i think because that was like one of the first ones they did it with mm -hmm. uh, but outside of that every other game that they kind of released they did have like slight issues and stuff at the beginning but a lot of that stuff got pretty ironed out within the first 24 to 48 hours so i really don't have any really concern about that especially if you are if you have the hardware you're going to be fine now if you're on the lower end like spec pc you might have a little bit more uh yeah, it, issues it, and stuff when it comes yeah, to that stuff but for the most this one's part recommended up, specs are pretty pretty high up there yeah they're yeah. pretty high as i say as long as you're hitting those recommended specs i think you should be perfectly fine but outside of that you may a lot of people might think of performance issues being a problem with this game if they're not hitting those recommended specs because these this is one of the very first um pc i mean well console uh games that ported over to pc that does have like pretty not just ordinary uh recommended specs when it comes to the pc side they're not yeah. very outlandish but they are a little bit higher than normally before it's recommending a 30 70 yeah what? yeah i think i can't remember i i, I wish I, I would have pulled it up but it's recommending oh, a 3070 for okay what is it for just recommending i don't think the 3070 yeah, is recommended I'm pulling, yeah i'm but, looking at my pictures to see where it's at but the the ups the ultimate highest level recommends 32 gigs of ram which i i, I do have but most people don't most people are ro rocking 16 gigs um it's recommending ssd which mm -hmm. which i'm happy for and something that like i always talk about like shout out to optimus code me and him used to always go back and forth on when certain things like this would be start to show up as a recommended spec on pc and i always kind of figured that like if you so which version are we looking at for what for what version of the game um, or not what what's, what setting what's recommended what which GPU oh is just recommended? recommended recommended is 1080p 60 frames per second um Windows 10, uh, Core i5, 4670K. What's the GPU? GPU is a, um, or AMD. GPU is a 1060. 1060, okay. Or, so, or RX 580. Okay, so like, I think, I guess high settings or whatever the high setting was, was 37. <laughs> very, very high settings, which is 4K, 60 frames per second. Um, it wants a Ryzen 3600 and GPU is a 3070 or RX 6800 XT. Yes. So like that's, a, S, that's a with huge, a 75 gig SSD. That's a huge gap. They actually on the Nvidia side thing, they jumped a generation they, they jumped to the 37. Right? They went from a 1060 to a 3070. They completely skipped you know why? the 2000 You know why? Because the, as much as RTX was it was um it was uh launched with the 2000s the 2000 series mm -hmm. it was just the bedrock you know they you really are trying to run ray tracing on any 2000 anything they're, they're not yeah i mean they're, they're, they're not better they're than, not optimized for it they yeah. can do it but they're not optimized where the 3000 series is where you pretty much get your bang for the buck so i can i can honestly see because that is with ray tracing where they're talking about 4k 60 and everything yeah 
you know, and it's just, uh, um, I'm glad to see it because I, I've, I've always kind of felt that like PC gamers, if you, if you're, if you, if you want to push the hardware more that I used to always get into these discussions with PlayStation fans who would say that, Oh, we don't want day and date with PC because if we do day and date with PC, then like they're going to need to lower the, the, um, whatever they're trying to do with the game they're gonna need to let me skip this all to uh uh to some actual fighting um uh they're gonna need to lower the quality of the game in order to uh make sure that they're hitting the lower lower end of these of these like basically potato PCs out here where people have an upgrade their GPU they're still running a 970 mm -hmm. they're still running four gigs of RAM like like no no they're not that's not what this is like in PC it's not like there are games on PC that like say no like if you got a trash PC you can't run our game sorry like you know Star Citizen uh any Frytech game like there are games shoot any ubisoft game because they're barely optimized right so like if you out here thinking that just like you can run any game with just really really old uh hardware it's just not going to be the case going forward and i think that more people will just pony up the money and spend more when you actually demand more and like i, I think a great example of that is the ssd so they recommended SSDs in the uh, the spec for Spider-Man on PC. Good. If you don't if you don't have an SSD in your PC right now, I don't know what to tell you. What the heck is wrong with you? <laughs> like, why are you still running on mechanical hard drives? Like, stop being cheap. Like, you get a SATA SSD for less than a hundred dollars. Like, go just like and, and the, the difference in your speeds is going to be low speeds to to just like i mean what the heck is wrong with you like why aren't you doing that yet so it's just like if you gotta force people to go there then then do that but like using steam statistics to say oh well you know the majority of people still have a 1060 so we're not going to mm -hmm. go any any above that but like not take into account that the 1060 is still leading on steam charts but only by like less than one percent <laughs> like other other gpus that are more powerful are are slowly creeping up and it's going to be more that's going to become more adopted as as these actual developers you know stop being skittish and be like yo get yourself uh, a more modern you know pieces of hardware if you want to play our game bro like it straight up that's the way it is sorry so all that said my actual question <laughs> to you forte <laughs> is we we saw sony had like a uh an earnings call or something i can't remember what it was but they had stated how they uh they anticipated 300 million in revenue from pc this year and yeah. when you when this is before they announced that spider-man was coming to pc and we were just like yo they must be dropping some heat on pc to get that because you, you're not going to just get that with just you know I, I think what we thought which still hasn't even been announced yet was returnal 
Yeah. Because there's a there's a Steam page for Returnal, and I'm just like that. And the already announced Uncharted collection ain't enough to warrant, you know, it's that that's not enough to warrant you getting. 300 million in revenue and so then we see well this makes sense you you got spider-man on the docket if this game doesn't sell well though but well first let's let's define sales well right mm, that's <laughs> yeah because clearly it's not going to do the this game sold 20 million on playstation it's not going to do it's not going to do that it's a four-year-old game it's not selling 20 million you know on, on, on pc Nope. What is an acceptable amount of sales that you would say is sold well on PC? What, what do you? What's that number to you? Two million. Two. Two. Well, know why? I think it should sell more than that. Horizon Zero kinda... Dawn sold two though. I know. Oh well, yeah, you're right. Horizon sold two. I wasn't thinking in conjunction to Horizon Five. Okay. I think that's five. a bit more reasonable. Five, five. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was, I was, I would keep forgetting the horizon sold two million. I still can't believe it sold two million. But yeah, five. <laughs> um, yeah, I think five makes sense. Um, five, five million, uh, over the course of the year. Like I don't expect like two point five million, you know, by September or something. But I think over the course of the year, yeah, absolutely. Uh. 5 million makes sense to me. Um, now, if they don't reach 5 million, do you think Sony may start looking at their dedication to the PC platform a little differently? Nope. I think they'll probably double down more because I think like er not every title needs to be a day and day thing. I don't think like last of us needs to be a day and day thing i don't think any of those games but something like spider-man i feel like yes it's so 20 million on playstation but i still think it would have probably still sold close to 20 million anyways on playstation it probably would instead of saying 20 it might have sold 17 or maybe 16 but i think the pc side of it would have made up way more than just 5 million if it was available on PC at the same time. Mm -hmm. So I I think that's the biggest difference that when people keep talking about the double dip, I understand the double dip is very, very strong, but not all titles need to be double dip. I just think a game like Spider-Man should just be available on as many platforms as you could put it on that you want to put it on because that's a huge IP. It's a superhero IP. It's not a first. It's a, yes, it's a first. It was, well, at the time, it wasn't even a first party IP. It was a it was a third party. Well, second, second party, party, you know, party. Yeah. it was a second party IP that, you know, they had exclusive rights to, which is fine. But I just feel like even if they sold 16 million because they sold it on PC, too, I think five million on PC is a joke. I think they sell probably north of eight, nine million on PC because especially once all of the um, excitement around how good the, P the the console version was, I think PC, because it came out in September, if I remember 2018, don't you yeah. know how many people would have went out and bought that on PC closer to the holidays and stuff whenever they did like a Steam sale or something like that? And they would have been like, oh, well, let me try this on PC if they didn't know how good it was from the beginning. I just think the PC number would just be massively bigger 
than five million. And it is nothing wrong with five million, but I could I think for a game that's what four years old at this point. Yeah. Five million really, is not what a, they would have got on PlayStation right now. It, exactly. In twenty twenty two. Yeah. Exactly. It wouldn't be good, but what they're getting on PC is great. But just think about the number that they would have got on PC if they would have launched at the same time. That's not to say they should go day and date with all their games. I'm just saying some games, like a Spider-Man game, I feel like should have just went launch day and date. So if it doesn't hit four or five million i think they probably reassess certain games releasing them faster to the pc platform so they kind of catch that same wave that the launch catches because we all know the first 30 to 60 days is where a game makes most of its sales and if they could kind of bridge that gap with a game like spider-man or something like that in the future mm-hmm. i think they'll do even better but let's be for real i think spider-man easily is going to probably do at least four million um depending on marketing when it comes to sony and everything um a lot of people don't even know that this game is available separately on the playstation 5 now because remember at first it was only bundled um with miles morales ultimate edition so now you can actually buy it for 20 bucks outright and i think people are going to start noticing that too so um i think it's going to do fine but i do think if it doesn't hit a number that they're thinking of it won't bring panic it will just make them reassess how much faster they bring those games to that market because i do think they leave sales on the table when they wait so long and i think inherently for spider-man it's it's been four years at this point everybody that wanted to play that game for the most part has played already it. played it yeah and that's the biggest thing Unless they were just completely unwilling to go to a platform Unless they were completely that they unwilling did to go own. to PC and go to right. console because they just won. And, and those are the people that's going to buy it for you're going to get, I'll say at least a 5 million people buying it. 5 million people bought the game. I would say at least a good 30% of those people are probably console, not console are PC only gamers mm-hmm. that didn't want to buy a PlayStation 5 or PlayStation 4 at the time to play it. I, so they're going to get a lot of they're going to get a lot of crossover. I would say likely a third of their sales are going to pe- be people who are double dipping, people who actually Oh yeah, easily. Easily a third. And, and, and buying it again like you and me, you know. Yeah, exactly. I'm buying I'm buying it again because it's a fun game and this, You're buying and this it again be- for the fourth time, third time. Because you bought it initially on PS4, then you bought the Spider-Man Miles Morales Ultimate Edition, didn't you? Yeah, but it came with it. Like, I bought Miles Man, that's Morales. Still, that's 70 bucks, bro. That Miles Morales by itself was only 40 <laughs> Or 50 I take it back. 50. 50. But you couldn't buy it separately, so... Yeah. That's why I kind of counted as a, th- a second time, because they sold that game for 40 bucks on PS4, and uh, there was no way to buy it separately on PS5, so they just charged you 70 because they gave you, which is smart, which is why I wish they would have did that with the whole Uncharted, not Uncharted, with the whole Last of Us thing. Like you, I don't think anybody would be complaining about a price of Last of Us 2 being 70 bucks if you would have like packaged in Last of Us Part 2 as part of the bundle with Last of Us um, Remake, so. Seems like they do a lot of good things, but then they do some terrible things and i think that's just kind of a sony thing at this point they're still trying to figure it out yeah i mean look i i think uh i lost i lost my uh (laughs) my bad anyway look no you're good um i think i think if it doesn't i i do kind of agree with you that it doesn't like change the the strategy that they're wrong with pc 
Uh, and I would say that based upon the fact that they've invested heavily in not just games on, on PlayStation, but potentially a launcher. I say on PlayStation, on PC. Um, potentially a launcher on PC. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are creating monitors now. They're creating headsets that are marketed towards the PC gamer. So like the new end zone, uh, is it the H7s or the H9s? Mm-hmm. What well, the H series end zone headset is a completely different line of headset from the the uh, the Pulse 3Ds that mm-hmm. they they have for PlayStation. And this and they when you look at the commercial for it. There's a there's a woman who's playing a PC game. Sitting at a desk with the the Sony Endzone M9 monitor, and she's she's got the headset on. So it's like they mark they're marketing specifically towards PC. They've said similar things where people have have heard that they they want to be like the Razer. They want to have a, a similar uh, brand on PC like Razer, which like Razer has dipped their toe into. I don't know how they, I really feel about that because I feel like Razer has their their hand in everything, but mm-hmm. they're not like highest of quality in anything. You know, like you, yeah, you're like yeah. I think that's best way to say it. Like their capture cards are awful. Their keyboards are just okay. I think all that extra software they try to bundle into that stuff is is junky and trash. But um, I, I wouldn't want to be Razer anyway. Like I, I just think that uh, nothing is going to shake their determination to be a player in the PC market, which makes sense uh, um, for them. They want to be a player in in PC consoles and mobile. They want to be a player in all aspects of gaming. Which is really smart considering how much mobile generates in revenue mm-hmm. on an annual basis and the whole PC market and what they what they provide to uh, to uh, you know the gaming market. But uh, anything else? Oh, real quick. No, yeah, go ahead. Because because you you wanted to discuss this. Mm, the go. minimum acceptable. <laughs> okay, so. There's been a lot of debating back and forth recently in regards to, like, what we should accept as a minimum frame rate. What's what developers should target as a minimum frame rate. And I mean, there's been a lot of like people who have been like, you know, 60 FPS or die, 60 FPS or bust. That's saying, hey, you know. Ain't nothing wrong with 40 FPS. 40 FPS ain't that bad sometimes. I still want 60, but, you know, if it's 40, I'm not going to trip. And I'm like, hmm, interesting that how people, uh, opinions change, you know? Um, mm-hmm. In light of all that, in light of, like, I think you said there was, there was a, uh, a video from Skill Up, I think, that, like, yep. he was talking about Spider-Man. And I guess he was playing it on his Steam Deck. Yes. And what was the frame rate he was playing Spider-Man on Steam Deck? Uh, 30 frames per second. 30 FPS on Steam. Now look, I own the Steam Deck, right? I... Everything that I play on my Steam Deck, I play at 60 FPS. And that does not mean that everything in my Steam library is capable 
of being played on my Steam Deck at 60 FPS. But when I do play games on it, I'm playing at 60 FPS. <laughs> so right. it's, 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 it's at 60 FPS, but you know, so that that's it. If I if it can't run it consistently at 60, I'm just not going to play it on my Steam Deck. And so, you know, it's it's a more powerful portable device than the Switch, but it's still like it's literally it has blade axe. It's like it, yeah, it's at the the original PlayStation 4 level when it comes to hardware. Maybe a little bit more powerful than the PS4. That's what it is. And so but you have do have the the, the freedom to, you know it's 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 a PC. It's literally like a PC more but actually more like a laptop now you think about it because there's certain things that you can't change like you can't go in and switch out your GPU you know or or the APU that's in it right but you could switch out your your storage device you could you could you could silo Windows 11 into it there's a lot of freedom to it but that said like I'm not playing nothing on it at 30 FPS I know you don't have one but like Forte, forget, let's forget all that for a moment. What's mm-hmm. the what is gaming Forte's minimum frame rate that you will enjoy a game at? Uh, sixty frames per second, no more, no less. Always can take more, no less. It's like this whole <clears throat> this whole conversation, you know, of enduring thirty frames per second. Just to endure it is. Um, ridiculous and even even listen man 40 frames per second 50 frames per second monitor drops below 60 frames per second i mean yeah i mean yes is it playable absolutely but is it is it something that we should be hoping and celebrating that they actually do more of just to make it a more balanced experience in 2022 absolutely not so 60 frames per second or die literally that should always be the moniker and yes that's supposed to be the benefit of the ninth generation you know frame race performance that should be the benefit you know not graphical fidelity because i think as much as everybody likes the eye candy it's how the game plays which should be the uh deciding factor and if these developers put more effort into the performance side of it instead of just making everything look as ultra clear and crispy as they possibly can we'll probably get there one day but 60 frames per second is always going to be the go no matter what right now look i I, i'm not saying that i haven't played a game that was under 60 fps recently i have two games that come to mind the quarry um i played when I when I my first run through I played on I was streaming it. Um, it was having some weird. It was brand new. It was a brand new game. It was having some weird performance issues. Um, and because I'm also I do streaming all within one box. I don't have a streaming PC at the moment. Uh, I actually had to limit it to. Uh, I think there was. Uh, I, I forgot the name of the mode that they have in there, but it, it's essentially 30 FPS while I was on screen, in order to smooth things out because it would have these weird, like cases where there certain things would like be sped up. Like not everything was running at the same frame rate on screen. There was a particular part 
that I, it will always stick with me where like you walk by a swing and the swing is just swinging frantically for no reason right and i was just like what the heck is that and then like certain characters will be talking and their lips would speed up and then slow back down and i'm just like yo like i i didn't like that now when i ran through the game again off stream to make sure that like because i three people died in my first playthrough on stream but i i ran it again and i played it be, had everyone live I played it un, um, with the frame rate unlocked as usual. It hovered with like at ultra settings around like 75 to 85 frames per second. Um, um, it's it's a little bit of a demanding game, but it was uh, it was fine at that point um, after a couple of patches. Um, shoot, as dust falls, I think I played it at mostly. 60 fps but i think there was i can't remember if it was at 30 or 60 i can't I, I just don't remember but uh that game with that whole like the way the the characters are like still pictures like it, it really yeah that is the most jarring part of the whole game anyway whether it was at 60 fps or not but regardless like that stuff is not acceptable to me it's just not like i there's no way i could play go back to say play playing spider-man at less at less than 60 fps i mm -hmm. i actually recall playing when they came out with the uh the 60 f 60 fps patch and then like playing it at 30 then playing it at 60 then trying to go back to 30 it was just like this there's no way no way uh shout out to john john the donald the two dollar super chase says i hope games have 60 fps when last gen is Wait, hold on. I hope games have 60 FPS when last oh when last gen is dropped when they're like when they they're no longer supporting last generation. Uh, I will hope so. Like these, the hardware that we have here is still pretty new. They haven't um, developers haven't got the most out of the PlayStation Five and the Xbox Series X yet. So it wouldn't be surprising me at all that, that like like years from now. We're now we're no longer dealing with crossing games that uh 60 fps is the is the standard uh, at least i hope mm -hmm. it is um but forte yo when it comes to games still having like the performance mode quote unquote and yeah. the cinematic how would they want quality mode cinematic mode whatever they want to call the other mode like i've noticed there's still some games that have 30 fps for that other mode and then their performance is 60. i'm of the mind now that like performance mode needs to be 120. oh yeah easily like forget that no no performance mode needs to be like like that's 120 frames per second and yep. then the quality mode is 60 frames per second like yep. i just don't think oh yeah yeah john john fidelity mode whatever whatever they weren't called it whatever it is it needs to be 60 like shout out to insomniac with miles morales right this is what they did they had a a quality mode which was like 4k with light ray tracing at 30 fps but then they had a performance mode which was 60 fps uh, I think it may have been 1080p. I think. Actually, I think it was dynamic. I think it was all dynamic resolution. 
but like so it will fluctuate between like 1080p and 1440p regardless of that they came out with a ray tracing performance mode so it gave you like super light ray tracing i think it was just ray traced uh reflections i think but you got ray some ray tracing and still like uh, rock saw at 60 fps i was yeah, I, I i gave them a standing ovation on that i thought that was awesome um but in the future like with spider-man 2 come out i want performance mode to be like 120 mm-hmm like forget the sixty. Sixty is 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 the bare minimum. Like sixty should be fidelity mode. Going forward, what do you yeah. think about that? What what, what is your f- feelings on it? It should have always been the the case. I mean, performance mode before was sixty frames per second lock. It's always been sixty frames, and it hasn't even been even a lock sixty frames. You know, one of my favorite games, God of War, um, its performance mode was four K. Like forty, it set up to sixty, but it was really like forty-five to fifty. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. It was so a bad think, performance mode, actually. Yeah, yeah that was their performance mode, and then you have some games that um that do 1080p, sixty, and stuff like that. That's pretty much where the Xbox Series S lives at when it comes to their performance mode. If you want anything more rock solid than uh, the sixty frames, and I think yeah, that's the one thing I will give Xbox the most credit for because they have done a really, really good job and um, their performance modes for a lot of their first party games or whatever games they're talking about, really pushing the envelope when it comes to that 120, because you see it with the S, you see it like on fours and stuff. If you want the performance mode, that goes all the way up to 120 and stuff. So some games and some studios are already doing that, but I think the norm should be like, hey, we're asking people to go out and spend all this money on these high-end TVs and stuff. Well, they're not asking people. People are doing it, but these TV manufacturers are, they're pushing it. They're using, you know, 120 as a selling point. And then you got Microsoft, especially having marketing deals with Samsung and stuff where you would think that, you know, they would want to take advantage of the highest, um, the highest frame rates that you could possibly get on that TV. So I think performance mode should always be 120, just like I think 1440p, should be like more of the the standard is what people should be looking for i understand that like you know that's unrealistic for a lot of people because they're playing on tvs and most tvs don't support that and they're just going to scale up to 14 uh, to 4k anyways but there's a lot of different adoptions that need to be changed across the industry when it comes to like minimum recommended you know and um just overall fidelity and you know graphical performance and stuff like that mm-hmm. so i think in general uh, 120 should be always a performance mode and just the base experience should be 60 frames per second because why would you have a performance mode that is less than i mean that's less than 60 frames yeah. that just doesn't make sense to me no i i, I do want to because like I, I see some some comments in the chats snow dragon saying 120 on first person shooters i think that's pretty standard right now if you got a performance mode on the first person shooter i think halo infinite um, performance mode was 120. I think all the Call of Duty's performance mode on next-gen consoles is 120. I think that's a, a, should be a standard for first-person shooters. Just yeah, just absolutely. Out the break. Um, Rob the Don I says. Even, I would say even fighters. Yeah, yeah. Well, 
Well, no, fighters are kind of coded are a little. They're yeah. coded a little different. Their their frame kind of. I mean, the frame pacing matters more. Yeah, you need 60. to just yeah, just stay at sixty. As long as it's a solid sixty with with good frame frame timing and frame pacing, you should be straight. You should be. I, good, I, yeah. I don't. Yeah, I mean, I'm not into fighters like that. I just know that a lot of people who are into fighters that we know, like our panel member all day, they they. 60 is is like i don't think anybody in the fight game community wants more than that honestly maybe i might be wrong i just don't think that that's something that's like they find to be uh important i think that what they find to be important is good net code mm -hmm. <laughs> and 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 you know and roll back and and, and uh roll back uh stuff so yeah that that's way more important for them um Robert Don says, "Good luck with that slow mo. Uh, you know these consoles aren't powerful enough. They actually are, uh, Rob. They are. In most cases, I think they are, and it just depends on the game, and it depends on what the the developer is trying to do with the game and the engine that they're using it for. So, like, it's probably not going to be possible for something like, say, Remedy and their Northlight engine, because if you look at how, like." demanding control is more than likely Alan Wake 3 isn't going to have 120 frames per second mode but with that kind of game especially with this one's going to be a little bit more towards the horror side I don't think you really need it I think 60 is just fine for that but when you have a lot of games running on Unreal Engine and we see a lot of other Unreal Engine games that are being able to hit that mark on the consoles uh or if you got a proprietary engine but that engine has been like really designed customized everything about it is all about like getting the most out of the assets that you have available for uh, uh, the ip of the game then i think you know no you should be able to get that done i i, I Think hitting 120 isn't unreasonable for a performance mode. I don't think that's unreasonable at all. It's not. Um, it should be. Blade says Forte forgot Insomnia unlocked all their PS5 games frames. Yes, they did. Yes, they did. After the uh, the update that added VRR to PS5, I think uh, Insomniac um unlock their frame rates. So that's 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 good. That's good. That's what, I mean, that's that's always great, but. You know, not everybody's gonna go back and play your game after the fact. You right. Know, it's, Insomniac it's, it is is, is different than everybody. Yep. Like we we saw a lot of people complaining about like not getting for a while, not getting a sixty FPS for The Last of Us Part Two on on PS five and I think as well as Ghost of Tsushima. Um and also they had put out Horizon Zero Dawn on PC. Which, which, you know, a lot of us was running at 120 FPS after all the mm -hmm. patches. Meanwhile, the PlayStation version was still, you know, at 30 FPS. Um, even on PlayStation 5 up until they finally put the patch out. So, you know, I think uh, we, we forget. I think we forget how far developers, the tools that they use and, and the software that they use, how far we go like per generation if you look at the beginning of last generation and you look at then at the end like it's like night and day looking at the majority of these games like a lot of those games at the beginning of last generation looked like 360 and ps3 games 
with a couple of extra details. So you look at later in the gen and you're like, but damn, that looks amazing. You couldn't imagine this game right here playing on a PlayStation back in 2014. But this game is mm. playable on that hardware, you know, maybe not the frame rate I'm playing it at, but right. it's playable. And so it's just like we it's hard for us to imagine consoles doing more, but they can do more. They absolutely can do more. Um, anything else you want to add to this uh, topic? Uh, no, man, just, uh, you know, minimum frame all, rate. Minimum, <laughs> minimum, the minimum frame rate, man, 60 frames per second. Crash in the, the, the podcast. Uh oh. Okay. Uh, hi, gaming addict. How's it going? I I I found the key. I found the key. Okay, what's up, bro? You found the key. Yeah, I I found the key, man. I, I we gotta I start wanna... locking the door. Exactly. You should probably put. You should probably take the key out of that fake rock in front of the house, man. It's pretty pretty clear. Oh you got God. got all these pebbles, and you got this big black key that's hidden in this. And this you, what's that one thing in the in the comic books with superman where like he's got a key under his map but it's like made out of like like a star so it's like super heavy <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah we might have to hide that key in a different spot but but what's going on bro how, how you doing man nothing much man what, what was you guys talking about i i assume you guys are about to end the podcast no we, we're we're like it was like like maybe a third of the way through it. <laughs> That's all you uh, got to say. Sorry, my girl keeps asking me questions. Uh, but um, listen, man, you got if you go come in here, you are gonna have to uh, contribute. Yeah, I, I, I always contribute. <laughs> okay, well, well, listen, your girl is on hold right now. My girl's on hold right now. I don't know how she would feel about well, that. Well, hey, but, tell her I'm in a party so, with her all the time. Tell her, tell her, so tell we're her. So we about the minimum ago. acceptable frame rate. Okay, then, then go, go, lead. Whoever's hosting, I don't know. You guys. Well, well no, he. We are. We already said our piece. We was about to move on. What do you got to say about minimum? What do I you think about the whole minimum? Said. Well, me, what does slow mo say? I don't know, but I agree with whatever slow mo say. Oh my god. <laughs> nah, I'm joking. Like when it when it comes to it, like I think. I think that we've gotten to the point where 60 is the minimum like i don't care if it's an rpg i don't care if it's anything because if you start letting these developers choose for us then they're gonna do 30 frames just because some games they want to do something or you know it's just like no nah, like i want you to build the game around 60 frame ga gameplay and that's the, yeah that's basically where we were uh, uh, coming down to what we agreed on that, that 60 has to be the minimum there's been a lot of talk recently that uh, like some people think you know 40 can work or some people are no. fine with 30 and I'm just like nah man it's gotta be 60, See, 60 or bust. the only time I'll play I will play 30 frame games if I have to like I absolutely have to that I'm a bitch the whole time but I'll play it oh bitch <laughs> Yeah, man. Um, so we, we were ready to move on to uh, Call of the Lamb, actually, which is a uh, game that just came out today. I had my impressions on it. Um, Forte, you haven't had the opportunity to play it yet, right? Not yet, but I have it installed. Addict, have you have you played Call of the Lamb? 
No, I don't even have, to be honest with you, I have no idea what you're talking about, Call uh, Well, yeah, Call, Call of the Lamb is like this. It's like, it's kind of a roguelike game, but it's got, like, some other elements that are very, like, Animal Crossing-ish, kind of, with, with the cult part of stuff, where you can actually... Good. Is it me, or is, like, the rogue aspect of games just becoming so common now like everyone wants to have some rogue type of game in their gameplay now well i i think it's uh it's the i think it's the game industry being the game industry when they see something that's successful uh if for another developer they decide hey well we could do that too especially if they see something like a particular game design or a particular element is really good uh they try to implement it in their game sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't but I think on Call of the Lamb, it definitely works. It's uh, the runs are much smaller than say like a uh, Returnal or or uh, Hades. Uh, Hades, man, Returnal you can have runs for like that last like hours. In Hades, they could last anywhere between like thirty to forty minutes. Um, a lot of times shorter if you're you, you know you're really being efficient. Uh, the runs I've had so far in Call of the Lamb have been like fifteen minutes, but there's no healing. So it's like it it can, it can get really like hectic in the like the like I think maybe my last like three or four rooms I if I got hit one time I was dead so it was like <laughs> I was really trying to make sure I didn't get hit but I I'm really enjoying the game um, my all of my followers I named after people I know in the community so like Forte was my first uh, my 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 first uh, cult follower. Uh, I've got Luca in there, you know. I've got Villain. I've, I've got Deli in there, you know. I, I'm just adding people every time I get a new follower. I, you know, they, I just name them somebody in the community. But it's it's a it's a fun game. I think Devolver Digital is once again uh, they they don't miss. They don't really seem to miss. I think all their their games that they publish all seem to to really hit really well. So I'm enjoying it. Um, uh, Forte, are you gonna play it tonight? Yes. Or? tonight what, what about the game like what have, what have you seen from the game that really like speaks to you about like dude it's the same thing that happened with uh i'm not gonna lie it was the same thing that happened with um what, what's the name of that other game uh with the crow oh uh death's door. death's door yeah yeah same thing that happened with that game it was just a really cool uh protagonist you know we saw a crow rocking around looking like with a lightsaber stick in his hand and i was like yo this looks really interesting and the art style was really cool and this is a freaking lamb <laughs> walking <laughs> around with a sword in his hand and it kind of has the same uh, appeal and uh i just like the art style of it and uh it just like really really cool and i think they did a really good job showcasing it during the showcase when they did show it off uh so it got a little bit more interest in it for me from that uh, it was like one of the highlights from that show by the way so yeah yeah that's what kind of made it yeah. stand out to me but the fact that it's it's literally a lamb running around with a sword in his hand and it looks pretty it looks really good is the reason that um I pick it up not because of no infinity because of the developer or anything i just i just like looking at cool things like this that's different and um i think that's what kind of drew me to it i'm telling you if i didn't have to prep for this podcast i would have played this all day like i i, I, I would have completely been behind at work and, and been just trying to make it up tomorrow because i would have been playing this all day long i didn't want to stop playing that i think i probably played for like maybe about 45 minutes but uh, I didn't want to stop playing it. It was, uh, it's just that good. Um, you can you can change, it's not just the sword the whole time. You can change weapons. Um, there, I, I've had 
an axe before. It's a little bit slower the, uh, to, to swing it, but it does more damage, of course. Uh, and then you, you'll level up and you'll get other weapons and you kind of choose which, which you want to keep or which you want to give up. But uh, some of the elements that I say are like Animal Crossing, I've never played Animal Crossing, but I heard a lot of people say, hey, yeah, that's like Animal Crossing. But um, So you'll have your, your cult. And you'll have like your area where your cult is, and then you can build like a shrine to yourself. I think. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if it's to you or it's to like some other god that saves you from 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 being sacrificed. But it's like you, the your followers will do the worshiping, and then you'll put them to work and be like, "Hey, mine this, mine that. We need to build this stuff. You gotta feed them. You gotta cool. think about this all stuff." Right. So you're saying all this, and I have one question. Yeah. And don't don't clown on me when I say, <laughs> is it in Game Pass? Oh my! Oh god. my god! No, it's not in Game Pass. But it's no, you got to pay for this. It's it's twenty five dollars. Twenty five dollar game. I think I'll wait for Game Pass. Oh my oh god. god! That is terrible. This is a great game. You know, wait for and, game we, pass. and it would be even. What if it, what if it doesn't come in the Game Pass? Well, then you're not picking up on that deep deep sale. Yeah, I don't even know. Is this on? Also, I, I I gotta check that because like I it's on console. It's on console. It is oh, okay. That's where, like I, I, that's where I bought it at. Because like, I I just knew it was on Steam. That's all I cared about. But uh, no, it's not. <laughs> it's not on Game Pass. Oh, yeah, that's a that. shame. It's it's it's. They I guess it's a shame. Me, they almost had. <laughs> I, I I ain't gonna lie though. Slow. I did look to see if it was in Game Pass before <laughs> I bought it. <laughs> But here's the thing is that but you still exactly you was like, ooh, this is a game I wanna play. Man, but it's not in Game Pass. Oh, I gotta spend $25 on this. Hmm. Hey, it's just $25 though, man. It's $25. Nah, it's not much, man. But no, I uh um All right. I'm gonna go right, I, I just bought it. Thank you. There we go, Addict. That's what I'm talking about. Shout out to Snow so Dragon. I'm kinda surprised that you um didn't even really was interested in it because you play a lot of um obscure games and stuff like this who me yeah i just got through um you playing. have been playing a lot of different games yeah i just got through because i've been reviewing like pretty much damn near a game every week for iop and i told them after that because i i've been doing it because I, I i wanted to get more content on the channel and after i played um uh, night, uh, Sim City of War. I was like, yeah, I'm done until uh, I think Saint Rose, the next game I'm gonna play. Mm. You see, Brap said I'll wait for it to come to Game Pass, right? <clears throat> Brap said that too. He said, he said Who's it Brap? in the chat. Enrique, Enrique. <laughs> uh, uh, shop Snow Dragon with the five dollar Canadian says, Who is making a Blade game right now and when does it release? I don't know if anyone's making a blade guess what game. you know who does have something with blade in it fortnite sure does there's a skin <laughs> straight to fortnite, fortnite right blade skin. a really with nice the, skin with too the, with the emo the emo <laughs> the, that emo's pretty fire i have seen say i i think that i will say that indie games do get hit with that if it's not on game pass i ain't buying it but here's the thing like if you weren't if you don't buy that game anyway, what are the odds of you buying that if Game Pass didn't exist? Probably, probably slim to none. So it's just like, you know, I feel some games, you know, if they don't get that Game Pass bag, they, the sales probably will get hurt a little bit on Xbox because people will assume it's coming. But mm -hmm. if you were actually serious about playing that game, you would have bought that. Game Pass couldn't 
couldn't convince you to wait for it. Uh, most of the time, you're seeing people that most likely was on the edge and they won't, they probably weren't going to buy it. Or you're seeing people that claim that they were going to buy, it, but because Game Pass, they didn't. And I don't believe that. Like, we're gamers, we're very impulsive people. Uh, and I don't, if you, if you truly want to play a title, nothing's going to stop you from playing that day one. But if you don't, then obviously you're going to say, well, I'll wait for Game Pass. I'll wait for PlayStation Now Plus or whatever that is. So that that's what I feel like, you know, a lot of that goes on. I, I do agree with that. When it came to Stray, I wasn't really hyped for Stray like that. If it, if it wasn't in the, the PS Plus uh, subscription, I wouldn't have bought that game. I wouldn't have played it because I, I didn't really. It wasn't a game that like I really cared for to, to really in, in, indulge in and I haven't played it since I did like an hour, so you kind of shows how much I, I really felt about it. I didn't think it was an awful game. I just didn't really care. But like, yeah, like that's that's kind of like where those kind of services really shine and really help some of those games out. Like a lot of people probably tried straight out. Some liked it and some didn't. But those are the people that were already on the fringe to begin with. The people right. who really, really were like hyped for all the cat lovers out there was like, yeah, straight day one. I love it. Can't wait. Right. And then the rest of us was just like, eh, I mean, it's in the service. I'll give it a shot. You know, so if it was like the most amazing game ever, then people have been like, well, damn, I'm so happy I played this. I don't know. Sorry, go ahead and finish what you're saying. Yeah, I was like, you know, if it was the most amazing game that was ever made and people have been like, well, this is this is the best deal. I'm so glad I played it through this service. But um, and I, but I think like quality titles when they're in these subscription services, they're the ones that benefit the most because it, the quality always rises to the surface. And if you put something in a service, like, for example, Hades, Hades, amazing game. I, I and a lot of other people never didn't even play Hades until it showed up in Game Pass. When it did, I was like, "Man, this game's amazing! I'm hooked." I bought it on Steam, bought it on Xbox, I bought it on PlayStation, I bought it on damn near everything that I could buy it on. So it's, you know, like when you when the game is really worth it, then like people really will will engage with it and buy it and you know keep playing it. So and plus, you know, gaming is a uh what regardless what people want to say gaming is not a cheap is not a cheap hobby and a lot of people you know it, it, it's it's between one game or another you know and that's mm -hmm. why i feel like a lot of the indies fall down on the waistline because people are like look this game looks good but i'll only play something like that if it comes in a game pass because like you know you got saint rose right around the corner and some of these a lot of people only got money for one or the other they don't got money for both yeah so, i get but yeah. me me personally I will buy this six times before I buy it. I'll buy Call of the Lamb six times before I buy Saints Row. That Saints Row game. I, 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 I'm, not, I'm not too happy about that. No, um, but no, like, no, this this game's pretty cool. I'm, I'm really enjoying it. Like, Forte, I can't wait to hear your uh, impressions of it. it. It's, I'm still, like, in, like, the first area, because, like, uh, you probably see it now. Like, you go out and there's, like, four like four doors where like big main bosses that you have to defeat but you do have to go into each like of those regions that those bosses kind of like maintain multiple times as you try to build yourself up so mm -hmm. uh it, it's not as short as i thought it was going to be 
but uh, that's fine with me because I'm having a good time with it. So if it, if it takes like 20 plus hours, then so be it. I'm going to have a good time with it. Anyway, mm. um, also, Attic, I'd love to see how you feel about this. You just bought the game, so like I'm pretty sure you're, you're going to probably play it pretty soon. I, I wonder how, how you feel about it, too. Um, have either of you played the Diafield Chronicles demo? No, I don't play demos. What you, what you, you King David now? You don't play demos now? It's not, I don't mind like preview program stuff because I feel like my input can improve the game. But mm-hmm. I feel like demo is literally just a marketing ploy. And it's just like, I, I, I prefer to not play something that they cherry picked out of the game to try to sell me the game. Hmm. Mm. I I was saying go, go ahead go ahead go ahead for a No, I said I understand that. I I I I I saw Math playing it and it, it was looking really interesting. I didn't download it because at that point I was like, I don't know if I'm gonna play it because it was like and plus I probably just caught it because it was super late at night and I was like, Yeah, it looks cool. And then I like watched Mad play for like 20, 30 minutes and then I like fell asleep. But uh, I heard really good things about it, so I'm definitely uh, probably going to download the demo. Um, I think I already used what I was going to use because I try not to like completely overdo like with a bunch of different games because when I do that, a lot of games don't get played and stuff. So I'll probably look into it at least do the demo and then see if I'm interested and then try it after I'm done with um, Call of the Lamb. Yeah, I I tried the demo, and and admittedly i didn't know really i knew this was kind of like an rpg but i didn't really know like what kind of rpg game it was and then i played it when i got into the combat i was shocked that it was very much like like a halo wars or like yeah yeah, like you you're you're moving you in a way like you can move all your units together like that but then it also is kind of like a strategy rpg in a sense where you can actually get into detail with like healing your unit, have them do a, a special attack against a, a particular enemy, uh, that kind of thing. So it's 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 a little bit of a mix of both. Um, the story's very, eh. I mean, generic-ish. Like I I I wasn't all that in like interested in anything that was going on story-wise. This is I this is why I like playing demos. Because sometimes a demo on a game that I was on the fence with can help me make the decision whether I'm going to get it or not. Now, isn't uh, this game's in going to be in Game Pass, right? Mm, I think so. I, I think this might be a launch game in Game Pass. I can't remember if it is or not. Regardless, I'm probably not going to play it after playing the demo. I'm just not all that interested now. Um, but like when I played the Scarlet nexus demo oh that sold me i yeah i'm, I'm playing that day one okay. scarlet nexus i love scarlet nexus yeah. um tell shocked you haven't um at it the tales of arise like, demo did that for me too go ahead i haven't even played tales which i i, I don't know why like every time i play like a, a japanese role-playing game like i i have a hard time like gravitating towards something that i'm not gonna play like I like I I generally lean towards like you know strategic games turn-based games you know something like that and uh, I don't know like 
I, I think Tales of Arise, I actually think I would like Tales of Arise if I actually gave it a chance, but like there's something about Scarlet Nexus that didn't just sit with me too much. Well, they they are I would say the uh Tales of Arise story is a bit more straightforward and less uh anime-ish, if that's a word, than the Scarlet Nexus story. The Scarlet Nexus story can get very convoluted. But the the Tales of Arise story is a lot easier to, to digest. It is not a, like a ton of characters all over the place. And, and until you get near the end, where they they at near the end, Tales of Arise got I think kind of ran away with it with like forty five minutes of talking before in between actual combat. I was just like losing my mind. But uh, the characters, I think for both games have really good characters, and I think with their combats are similar but different like i think like this i know there are people who prefer the tales of arise combat over the scarlet nexus combat I, i'm the opposite but i think i really enjoy combat in both games so if you like the combat then you're gonna enjoy really spending a lot of time in the game but it was uh i i think the, the demos for both of those games are what really sold me on them and this with this one the demo didn't sell me it's 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 not a terrible game or anything nothing that i played like made me want to go like this is absolute garbage it's just not really what i'm interested in playing right now yeah. or are you gonna pick this up or are you gonna what are you gonna do uh, like i said it just depends after i'm done what's the name i i looked at it i was like oh, okay this is this is cool but do i really want to get into another rpg like did they say how long the game do we have an idea of how long the game might be i have no idea i'm about to look it up now because like you know what I, I am got to the stage now where it's just like i gotta the game know how is, long these games are yeah if, look look you know if, if for something like say and I, I love persona 5 but persona let there be a game come out right now and let's say the first playthrough was 100 hours no yeah nope nope i ain't playing it just because i just i do in a hundred hours, I could beat like four different games in that time period. It, I'm, <laughs> I'm okay. Me. I'm still okay with playing hundred hour games, but it's got to be good. It's got to be real good. Like, yeah, I'm not trying to play like average hundred hour games anymore. I'll drop you after ten minutes. Like, yeah, I, I see nothing that says how long the actual game is, but the demo is three hours long. So, yeah, three well, hours. It's never demo. a good look demo three hours <laughs> that's never a good look <laughs> that's probably about to be one long ass game <laughs> yeah yeah it, 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 based off of like the way the game is like a lot of the dialogue it's all voice acted which is good but there isn't isn't a lot of animation in the cutscenes, which allows them to pack a lot of content into a game without actually having to animate everything so that usually is the reason why a lot of games aren't like super long this game probably is going to be pretty long so i'm not, i'm good I'm, I'm i'm good with that like mr xbox right. said, dragon quest 11 is like a hundred dollars that's exactly why i haven't played dragon quest 11 yet i own that the game a phenomenal game though man i have that was a phenomenal game i don't even know what the yeah. main menu look like I have <laughs> that game is i will say that game is worth putting the money uh putting the time into i will say that that game is worth it yeah. Uh, it's it, it gives you the option between like free roam and turn base and it's 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 a really good game it's probably one of the best japanese like japanese jrpgs we've had in years 
Yeah, yeah. I heard someone similar say that about uh, Nina Cooney too, which I also own. Um, but I heard that I also haven't played that one as well because I heard I didn't hear a hundred hours with that one, but I heard it's 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 well north of like fifty, and I'm just. I, I, I'm just not in the mood to, to play one game for that many hours like that. I just I just can't do it at the moment. It's what I'm saying. I'm, I have no problem with like long games because I generally stick to one game at a time, especially ever since I cut like Destiny 2 out of my diet for a good point. Oh, good for a you. A good portion of it. Good for you. I said good for you. <laughs> it, it's just like, it's got to be good. Like, it's got to keep my attention the whole time. Because I've noticed with games like The Witcher 3, every time I try to go back to it, if i if i end up missing like a week of not playing that because it's not grabbing my attention 24 7 like you got to be so good and be so long that i'm thinking about playing that game when i'm at work like that's the only way those are going to work because if i lose my attention span towards that game and i play anything else when i come back i'm like i have no clue what's going on well this is getting uninstalled like right yeah and, and that, that's that's also something that like I'm having an issue with Hills, uh, uh, sorry, Trails of Cold Steel One, which is like from everyone that's played the series, they they speak so highly of it. Um, I have that game. Uh, have you have you beat it? No. Okay, <laughs> so like I'm like maybe about 15 hours in, and it's a cool game, but like everyone that's played was like oh but it doesn't really like get good good until two or three and i'm like i mean i gotta play go through a full game until the until i get to like the real good beat of it but like that that doesn't that's not like very appealing off the break but a lot of my issue is that the, that game is also very long and i've had long time long spurts of like not playing it and then i go back to it and i don't remember what's happening like i'm in a village who are these characters i got, I got again where are their issues again Look what's happening that's, like I, it's it's too much yeah that's why i wish more games would take like the dragon quest 11 approach where like the moment you load into the game they give you uh a like pretty much a rundown on like the last like 10 hours of the game like what's happened yeah yeah so okay at least at the very most i can refresh what's happening in the story wise yeah i, I agree with that um forte even though like forte you you don't play anything but destiny it seems uh but, a lot of you don't play nothing long no i i, I got what is the longest game i played last generation maybe god of war that's not even that, that long was, that's like 20 that was, hours oh no i i put 52. yeah if you do everything it, it will take yeah you I, I i did everything so i did 52. <laughs> but it, it takes a special game for me to do that um i think outside of that i think the most i put in or or i could tolerate in a sit is um probably 15. Kind of like my my point now. So a fifteen hour yeah. game. I mean, like that's like Spider Man, Spider Man twenty eighteen. Yeah. You know, like yeah. yeah, like I did. Um, I did uh, when I did Shadow Warrior three. That took me about twelve, twelve thirteen. I don't know. I have weird. I'm like really weird when it comes to like certain games. Like certain games just click with me, and then I just. I just no life and beat them. Like that was a, I did shadow. When I did shadow warrior, it was like a 
four day period where I just played nothing but that and got it out the way and it was a really good palate cleanser when I did God of War I pretty much I think I played that for like three weeks um 50 hours over three weeks and just played nothing but that like two hours here three hours there I think one day I did I think the day I beat it I think I put like six hours in or seven because I knew it was close to the end and the closer you get to the end the more time you put in yeah which like when came the tales of arise multiple times i thought i was at the end of the game and i put in like a, a crazy amount of hours only to find out that the game wasn't over yet that the was just like over. oh my god just like it just keeps going on um I, I i enjoyed that game until i think like maybe the last 10 percent of that game um was a little a little much but no i mean look it's uh it's this game's gonna be fine. Like, if you're into these kind of RPGs, then I, I would say, like, don't take out my uh, pessimism about it, about playing it to, to heart. Like, still check it out, especially because it's a demo. Uh, play the demo. It's free. So, you know, you can you know, see for yourself whether you really wanna play it or not. But I guess we can move on to our final topic. Final topic, topic of the evening. Uh, this Xbox and PlayStation. <laughs> debate with this uh activision blizzard acquisition let's 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 have a talk about this fellas so uh I'll, I'll set it up so like um microsoft um had a another response to some of the things that sony was saying and in their response they brought up that playstation has blocked uh some games from coming to game pass because they've uh, actually paid those developers or publishers to not put those games on uh on on game pass and uh that has sparked a lot of conversation in the community in the gaming community as well as with uh games media and podcasts in regards to mm -hmm. what's fair uh what's not fair what sony's been doing what xbox is currently doing in acquiring publishers and developers and so i, I guess let's let's just discuss this now I, i'll i'll start off with say that i i do not care about any of this this I stuff i do is, not care i literally do not care none nothing that was said by microsoft i felt was new uh we, we knew from the capcom um leak that was like was that last year i think there was a capcom yeah, leak last year when we found out some games that they were developed it was the first time we heard about resident evil 4 being remade and then we also found out that Resident Evil Village, uh, there was in the contract that the game couldn't be in Game Pass for a certain period of time. So we already mm. knew Sony was doing stuff like this. So like, this is not news. Like people acting like, <gasps> shock and awe. And I'm like, really? I didn't know. You know, come on now. You already know what that's like. Yeah, but all right. But Forte, what, is your, what are your, your thoughts on this, man? <sighs> so do honestly honestly i'm gonna be for real with you mm. i think well i'm always real with you but just sound good saying that that way um <laughs> i honestly believe that is what sony's supposed to do yeah of if they're supposed to like people with these hot takes on this is see this is sony's anti-consumer and all this other crazy stuff i'm like listen just like just like we had that say, just like I had that energy where I was like, listen, how can you tell Xbox what to do with their IP if they own it when it comes to Call of Duty? 
<laughs> you can't like once you own it yeah you can scream to the mountaintops about what you want and what you don't want but once they own it if there's no regular no regulatory um sanctions against them they can do whatever they want to do you can cry to the moon if they want to put it in game pass they go put it in game pass but when it comes to but when it comes to the third when it comes to things that you are marketing and things that you want to have on your platform and want to have that playstation identity with um yeah you should be putting stuff in like clauses inside of these um these uh, documents saying that you know yeah you can play it it, it can't come to other platforms at a later date but it can't go to game pass because that undercuts everything that they want when it comes to like just their ability to sell games on their platform at that point there is millions of dollars being handled between these companies and they're going to act like it's it's bad for sony to double down and make sure like look they have to they have to go with the flow man if game pass is starting to to be a factor they got to start putting game pass clauses in their in their in their contracts right right which, I mean, we, we knew this was going to happen. Like, like I, I think um, it may have been last week or it may have been the week before, but we were discussing whether we thought uh, um, the the current marketing deal with uh, with for Call of Duty between Activision, Blizzard, and, uh, and, and Sony, whether there was a Game Pass clause in it already. And I said that it depends on when it was renewed. Because if it was renewed, say, like maybe three years ago, probably not. If it was renewed last year, definitely there's a Game Pass clause. <laughs> like it's like if it was renewed, if it was renewed at a time where Game Pass had was not uh, growing at the clip that it grew it over the past two years, then I could see Sony overlooking it. I don't but, think yeah. it is just because the deal's ending next year, and usually those are like five year deals. Or oh, it's ending next year. I did not know yes, that. Yes, they, they have two more games, and it's supposed to be this game and whatever Warzone 2 is. Those are the last two games. So if so with without there okay, so if, if it's a five year deal, that means it's twenty twenty two. Um it ends next year if it's two <coughs> games. That means it was renewed in twenty eighteen. Back in twenty eighteen, I mean they acquired seven studios back then, but Hmm. I, I guess it's it's a kind of a toss up at that point whether there's a clause in Game Pass in that or not. I would say probably not. I would say I don't probably, think there is. I don't think there is because I it, it definitely wasn't. And to be honest with you, then yeah, I think if Microsoft went to Sony, they can probably negotiate putting it on Game Pass because right now this particular situation. Microsoft has way more cards to negotiate at that table than Sony does with that title. You mean in the case that like they could just not allow it on PlayStation at all? No, it's not even just that. Like, you know, we can do exclusivity stuff that's just for our games. Like, you know, sure the newer stuff is definitely the ones that they like do remaster of all the black ops is they Microsoft could easily put that on their platform only like mm-hmm. and not to mention they could come up and be like don't play ball with us we'll just rip them all off and you know right. that might not make sense to us like financially but the bluff isn't necessarily like they don't intend on doing it it's a bluff 
it's just I, at that, that would point, be kind of a bad bluff to Sony. do at this point since they already publicly said they're not taking the game off of playstation because they already kind of like gave up that yeah, car but they, 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 well they said they would take call of duty off of playstation you know who, who knows they don't go to them and be like you want that Overwatch? <laughs> right, right, right. It's like oh, we, we, could put, we, we could do this the easy way, which you go ahead and, and, and have a good middle ground with this Call of Duty. Or what we do is we have month exclusivities on everything. It comes to PlayStation, but a month afterwards. Mm. Yeah, that is something they could do as well. Yeah. Well, but I, I think part of the reason that I think, uh, I think hogue has uh hogue law has brought this up as well as uh others uh, like last night on brap game logic brought this up as well that like I, the, part of the reason why sony is even doing what they're doing right now of course is business of course you talk up certain things to try to uh get yourself at the most at the most at the best position possible but that potentially that they could get the regulators to approve the deal but approve the deal based upon certain uh recommend that recommendations but certain parameters like we're, we approve everything but in order for us to be fine with it you need to change certain things or amend certain things and maybe the reason why they're even bringing up call of duty and game pass in particular is that like they want i i'm of the of the mind that you get Call of Duty and launching in Game Pass, and, and it's going to solidify Game Pass on a lot of levels, and it's going to grow. And I don't think it's going to grow to that the Michael Patcher's 100 billion level like that. I think that's a bit much, but it's definitely going to grow more than it is right now. And I don't think Sony wants that, of course. So, like, I... I I think their game plan is that hopefully like maybe it may be a hell mary but maybe they could get like the ftc to be like you can't put this in game pass because of, of the level of the uh, of, of the ip that it is even though frankly i feel like just because it sells more than everything else doesn't mean it's a different i a, a, a special ip you know it shouldn't be treated any differently than anything else but it is what it is um, yeah but or say no 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 i was saying yeah i just like i said in general when it comes to this scenario i just feel like they are 100 percent in the right to protect the investments that they have when it comes to these third-party games and uh, making sure that they have clauses to say that this can't go in the game pass we said the same thing when it comes to the mlb stuff like huh, that was like a that was an oversight you know and that wouldn't have happened normally but the fact that mlb is the one that's publishing it gives them the right to be able to do that so when it comes to any other game i guess sony is looking at it like listen yeah uh i don't think they're really worried about the game sale part of it they're just worried about being undercut because i always told people when it comes to game pass it's going to come to a point where people are going to have to make a decision like do you want to okay you may love your playstation you may love it to death but are you willing to pay exponentially more money for your games on one platform where a lot of the games that are available that you want to play like when call of duty and stuff comes out and other games that are you know kind of rumored to be inside of another service would you rather have the ability to say hey i just want to subscribe for this month to play this game for 15 bucks a month or do i want to just fork out the 70 bucks for this game on another platform that is becoming more and more of a reality and people say that well sony's not afraid of game pass well yeah they're they, they, trust me 
anything that takes money out of their pocket they may not be afraid of it but it's something that they want to avoid and they're that's, definitely afraid that's of what the, and that's what this is they, they wouldn't they wouldn't have did the things that they said during the regulation talks with the Brazilian government, if, I mean, Brazilian regulators, if they were afraid of it. I, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying in general, they're going to protect their investments more than anything. And if they know that Game Pass is a very serious player in getting something, then they're going to make those decisions to say that, hey, if we're going to give you this extra money to market this game, we want insurances that it's not going to get undercut by being in a different end up competing service for a lot cheaper. Here's the thing. They're scared of Game Pass and you people should be happy they're scared of Game Pass because that, yes. that is breathing competition into PlayStation. If they weren't scared of Game Pass, they wouldn't put these clause in their contracts because they wouldn't mm-hmm. care. If they weren't scared of Game Pass, they wouldn't restructure PlayStation now because they care. Right. Like yep. they their mindset is like, look, like game pass is definitely a thorn in our side that's getting bigger every year we need uh, we need backup plans in case it becomes bigger than we can handle yes yeah they definitely doubled down on their their see like they had already planned on live service games because you know they didn't do much of that or multiplayer games at all last generation they had already planned on rectifying that before all this but i think the acquisition of of activision blizzard has them kind of double downing on that i think the reason why they acquired bungie is that he needed somewhat of a mentor to these games so that like instead of like well we kind of hope maybe like one out of these 10 games really hits that they're now hoping maybe like half of these games can hit please like can we get something (laughs) so that by the time we lose the marketing of call of duty by the time this game is now like when when people see commercials for call of duty they're seeing the xbox logo at the end of it and it's never being mentioned on PlayStation ever again, even though it is going to PlayStation again, continuing that we aren't completely like relying on revenue from one game, you know, like right. we're not, we're not like, we don't want our competitions game being the game that sells the most on our platform. Like, like that's no, I don't think anybody wants that. Right. So they would love to have maybe like maybe haven studios comes up with like an apex legends kind of game that completely like turns their platform on its head and now they can really push behind that and market that compared to call of duty and is that like i mean they even said so i think even though they were kind of exaggerating in their opening statements to the brazilian regulators that like there's nothing that can compare the call of duty even if you put it in the same resources there's nothing compares i mean yeah. it's true and it's not true because you can still be profitable with something else it just won't be as profitable as cod but you can still have alternatives for your platform that differentiate your platform from you know from where it is right now i mean clearly like nintendo's fine nintendo doesn't have call of duty and they sell games j- great <laughs> they're pl- their the hardware and software yeah. is selling absolutely fabulously steam didn't have call of duty for a long time and steam is still the biggest platform uh, the, the biggest storefront on pc so like you can live without cod it's just that like do they want to take that hit because they've been relying on the multiplayer front on COD for a long time. 
In a, yeah, the biggest thing is what what the. Hey, hey real quick before you go, could I do? Let me do the super chat. Rob yeah, the Don two o two. Shout out, shout out to you, sir, with a ten dollars super chat. It says first, I don't think they have a game pass clause in the contracts. Second, I don't see how the FTC can cause conditions with the deal. Uh, when Sony's supposed to have ten games as a service in five years, uh, one got hit. So, um, Rob, I, I don't know if you were aware or not. There is a, it was leaked a contract, the contract between Sony and Capcom, where the for Resident Evil Eight slash Resident Evil Village, there was this clause that it could not be in a subscription service for a certain period of time. So, like, there's that. So, like, there is clauses that are are in these contracts that's the only yeah. evidence of it that we see that we've seen so far um microsoft saying that and to the regulators that sony is paying to keep games off of game pass they could be referring to specifically that capcom uh contract or they could be re could be referring to more but there is evidence of that right um he says, I don't see how the FTC can cause conditions with the deal. Well, like there, there's this precedent that the FTC can uh, approve of, uh, of deals pending changes to uh, how, the, how the acquisition is done. Maybe like, and, and we've seen it in other industries, like maybe it'd be like, you got to give up Blizzard or something. Or it, it, that's that 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 I'm just using an example here. You gotta give up this, or you gotta give up that, or you gotta break. You know, you can still continue to own it, but King can't be a part of Activision Blizzard anymore. It has to be; they have to be separated. Like some those kind of things. Those things happen, um, and a lot of times when it comes to these kind of acquisitions, not saying that it's going to happen this time or not, but it, there is the, the the possibility that that, that can People. happen. <clears throat> people try to like downplay owning activision like i don't know if we can cut this on here like it's trying not to it, it's activision <laughs> like we're, we're not talking about like a small developer that we're talking about the creators of call of duty overwatch well obviously activision blizzard overwatch league yeah, of not league of legends war, war uh war uh wow yeah wow. diablo these are these are these are titles that can jumpstart a console by themselves yep very true very and people true. sitting there saying that why would they put restrictions because it's call of duty like it's like i said on ilp every person that has owned the marketing to call of duty's won the generation yeah 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 especially if you yeah, think about the fact it's not even close either yeah yeah um i know i know there'll be some people who be like well technically ps3 won i'm like look if if no. i stop if i stop running a race okay i was beating you for 95 percent of a race and then i stop running it and then i walk off the track and you keep running past me that doesn't mean that you won that means you just kept running when i stopped so like his thing <laughs> the moment that generation ended and they printed new consoles that race was over yeah. they're on to the next race like, yeah. like it's just like look like i get it at the end they did sell more it's because microsoft wasn't looking at that anymore and if they would have took the the if they that's the reason they got cocky in the Xbox One because that of that success, 
on the 360. If anything, you can blame on them losing that generation overall off of the bad publicity they got on the Xbox One. Yeah, I also kind of blame the Connect. If that Connect wasn't wasn't just like it was it was moderately successful for an it was a, more than moderately they sold 12 million of those damn yeah i know i i still can't believe they sold that many of it but like, like damn that like that daggone connect probably the biggest mistake ever for xbox selling that many connects oh i, my I appreciate God, you guys yeah. letting me come on and kick it with you for a couple topics but i'm gonna uh spend some time with grace before we go to bed so i'll talk to you guys later take care right, bro, later, bro. Right. Thanks for coming through. Hey, well, uh, he already Next time, left. knock on the door before you come in. <laughs> exactly, right? You just, just walk on in, you know, went into my refrigerator, took my Kool-Aid. No, but uh, shout out to Gaming Addict. Shout out to the Iron Lords podcast. They are they go live uh, every Sunday afternoon, 1 p.m. to whenever. Like, the podcast seems to go on forever. I think it just ended, like, maybe two hours ago. That's why he jumped in. <laughs> but no shout, shout out to attic and the iron lords uh shout out to uh hargi shani with a ten dollar super chat what's up bro it says with the current ftc don't expect conventional rules they aren't going to follow any previous standards also if sony is saying this stuff to brazil they're saying it to the others including the ftc that's a very very good point uh, um Argy Shini, thank you for the super chat. And then also shout out to another ten dollars super chat from Rob the Don two hundred two. He's uh, he he won his third point. Here we go. Third, COD isn't going to be every year as it is. That's we can discuss that too. Um, four, if it was the FTC, Sony would have would have to prove to me why they can't do day and date on their own service. I would bet they would catch up to Game Pass real fast. Um. Let's 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 tackle that in sections. The third Call of Duty isn't going to be. I don't think that's been confirmed yet, Rob. But that is definitely something that Activision was uh, discussing internally even before the acquisition. So I do think I kind of agree with you. I actually kind of feel like they they will go away uh, with Warzone being a thing and Warzone yeah. Two. I think they're going to go away from doing a every year thing, maybe a every other year uh, for COD. Would they want to give up all that money? Um, because like COD, regardless of the quality of it, like I mean, like all the COD fans say Vanguard sucks, which is the last Call of Duty. But guess what? So more to everything else but Elden Ring, Call of Duty Vanguard. So, dude, it, it's it's really the trade off. Do you want better quality and more time for their your devs to get stuff done, or do you want money? And we'll see. We'll see with that. Um, the part with the FTC and day and date, uh, I'm pretty sure that's a question that FTC is asking Sony. Like, so you have a, a similar service. Why aren't you doing day and date on your own service? Right. You know, and like, so like these questions will come up. And unfortunately with the FTC, things are going to be a little bit more un, uh, under wraps than they are with the Brazilian regulator. So we probably won't know for certain uh, what was going to that's going to entail but i'm pretty sure they're going to be pretty thorough with things i do appreciate the super chat though rob appreciate you bro shout out to andrew w with the five dollar super chat says, andrew w w i like to have my last name just be w I'm like you know just it's just w i win out here you know no, no. anyway andrew says that uh, the gaming world is so hypocritical sony being aggressive is good business but microsoft being aggressive is bad andrew i will say this man Fanboys going to fanboy. 
Yep. <laughs> so you're going to have certain fanboys that that's all their mindset is. Sony's aggressive, good business. Microsoft aggressive, bad. And vice versa. Because there are people who hate that. Uh, there are people who years ago, when before these acquisitions started to roll out, where they felt like all games should be on all platforms. They shouldn't be yeah. exclusives anywhere. Then Microsoft bought Zenimax Media, and it's like somebody flipped a switch. Oh, exclusives are fine. Right. We got Elder Scrolls. We got we Fallout. Got we, we got, got Starfield. We got, we got, we got Star everything. Field. Yeah, we got we you. Got never Doom. getting Doom again. Yeah, it's it just like that's fanboys going to fanboy, man. So like, there's there's always going to be those people. It's not everybody, but there's always going to be those people that will absolutely be that hypocritical. And it's just like you just gotta ignore some of the noise. Uh, Mister Everborn Saga wants a link. Hey, man, Mr. We want to let Everborn in here. I, I, swear, sure. I, I swear, if he says Sega, yeah, I want him to come one in so time. he can tell. I want if him he, to come in. I want him to come in here mostly so he can explain how people in this community don't know who Gaming Forte is. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> Everborn, I will send you a link. I, I'm telling you right now, if you say Sega or Sonic at all i'm telling you like it's it's i'm getting you up out of here man give me me a second though Uh, forte uh what are your thoughts on the last the last few super chats as i try to get this uh no i mean the biggest thing is i i agree with what a lot of people are saying and stuff but the biggest thing that ultimately is like well we all know that gamers most god dang we all know that most gamers are hypocritical when it comes to the things that they want you know most of them in general don't know exactly what they want until it's shown to them and for the most part developers prey off of that type of um sentiment when it comes to that um compared to compared to like especially what rob said where he's talking about it, it you know i do think a lot of this is prevalent on how the release cycle is going to work we don't know exactly how that's going to work until they actually do it but i think um i think that's actually going to be a very interesting component to um exactly how next generation games are going to be especially when it comes to call of duty and stuff but i think in general it's um going to be a mute point for the most part yeah, uh, Everborn. I just uh, yeah, see you're in the Discord. You can you can join the chat. There you go. Everborn, can we hear? Can you, can if you're speaking, then can Everborn, you hear you? turn your mic on. All right. Well, he he's he, he'll be trying to get his his mic fixed. Well, he you know? he trying to he trying to get his synthesizer to say Sega. Hopefully, it'll be easier than Sega keeping their games at a stable frame rate. Anyway, um, <laughs> uh, let me this little little mild slander between between the two of us. Looks like he's trying to get it uh, get it sorted out. No, uh, I um. I mean, look, like I, I think, I think we're we're really hitting a lot of the, the big points here. Is that uh, this is business, and uh, some people s- tend to not like how business looks, especially if they're kind of rooting for a, one particular one particular side or another. But you know, even if even though Destiny is going to remain multi-platform and everything that Bungie makes is going to remain multi-platform, if everything Bungie makes 
past Destiny was exclusive to PlayStation. Like, hey, well, look, that's the way things are. That's how business works. When you acquire something, you acquire it for a particular reason. You acquire it because you want to get an advantage over your competition. You want to actually be able to uh, get a leg up. That's the purpose of owning it. And if you don't, if you don't, like, what's the purpose of owning something? And then, like, there is, I, and I said, actually, I said this last night on Brat when we were on Brat, that if uh, I feel like if if regulators go to to Microsoft and say, hey, look, we'll approve of this deal, but you cannot have Call of Duty launching in Game Pass day and date. It has to have a certain period of time after it's launched before it goes into Game Pass. If hey, I'm, can you hear me? Oh, we can hear you. We can hear you now. Uh, um, yeah, I had to, I had to set the mic up. My bad. I, I'm cutting you off. Oh, no problem. Um, I, I feel like uh, if, if, if this is just me, if I was Microsoft, if I was Satya Nadella, I'm like, nah, that's not why we acquired this. Like, of course, like the vast majority of the revenue that ABK makes comes from King, but a large portion of that console revenue that's like $300 million comes from Call of Duty. Like, I'm not just, like, if I feel like I can get a, a great advantage off of this, especially when Satya, like, part of his bonus comes from uh, pushing cloud and pushing Game Pass descriptions. Yeah, I I, I want this for my bonus. Ah. <laughs> so, <laughs> I want to get paid. So, yeah. yeah go, go ahead. I, go ahead, everyone. I, I, I think... I think, uh, first of all, Sega, Sonic, oh all right, and the, Sega. The, I mean, but anyway, uh, <laughs> no, um, so so I think there's a couple of things to it. I don't think that there is any chance in hell that the FTC says you can't put this thing in Game Pass because I don't I don't think that that's what they're looking at. I don't think anything Lena Khan has ever said uh leans in that way and i know she hasn't spoken about this much but she does seem to be very concerned with one uh workers and uh customers and if microsoft's position is we're gonna make things cheaper for customers and uh we have the unions on our side who are literally recommending this deal i'm not saying there's no consent decree I just don't think the FTC is concerned with whether this thing goes into a service that has 25 million users at the moment, right? That's I, true. I, but but then also you got to think about the fact that the FTC isn't the only regulators that are looking at this. It's literally every market that yeah, Xbox I think there's is, like 17 markets that, that Activision right. operates in. And so I think maybe Sony in, in, their, in their, their game plan and all of this is maybe we can get one. Maybe we can get one to kind of push towards that goal. But even Maybe. then, even even then, these regulators, right? Like, oh, even so, let's let's. And I know I I, I know what you're saying. There's other um, other locales where that can happen, but um, you know, they can they can suggest whatever they want. That's what like courts are for. And if they suggest something too ridiculous that was that is sort of outside of whatever uh, Microsoft's board has plans for, mm -hmm. uh, they will push back. And 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 they do seem to have very good uh, lobbyists because they learned that lesson after uh, Bill Gates got the pie in his face. 
I don't know if you guys remember the dark days of Microsoft monopolies. Oh yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. Um, I think I think Netscape Navigator remembers too. <laughs> right, and the thing about that that people don't, a lot of people don't remember or or understand or whatever, Microsoft in those days felt like they didn't need lobbyists. They felt like that they were too big for that, and this is why bill gates when he was running things was so sort of bellicose when talking with them i remember there's if you pay attention to that court case uh bill gates said asking you remember the browser ballot that they got forced to kind of offer other people's browsers or whatever yeah yeah um you know bill gates said this is like asking coca-cola to include a can of pepsi in every six pack of coke that they sell right (laughs) and but they were forced to do that but again, they were forced to do that when they were the market leader and they were do and they already had a long record of monopolistic practices in the areas that they were talking about. You don't really have that context here. And because Game Pass is such a new thing, I just don't think that's what they're gonna be concerned with. They they will I definitely think there will be concessions, but I just don't think it'll be around any of the things that we think, well, not that we think are important, but the things that are important to us that we talk about every day. It's gonna be things around, hey, you can't fire anybody. You can't raise a price. Maybe they'll say you have to, you know, keep, and I even think that's a stretch. You have to keep Call of Duty multiplat. I mean, they would be fine with that because I think yeah, I, yeah, they already gave that, that anyway. up. Yeah, they gave that up in the very start. So to try to make this as quickly as possible. I, I think, I think, um, even if there is like a market out there that's not in the United States, it's not Brazil because Brazil is very big for Xbox. But like uh, another market that's out there that may have a problem with it, I think that like if you recall, excuse me, um. It was a European country that told EA, you can't sell loot, uh, loot boxes in, our, in games that are sold in our country anymore. And EA was like, all right, well, screw you. <laughs> We're not selling fight FIFA in your country no more because the country was too small to be that relevant to them. I think it was now, Denmark. Now, you said something Maybe important. Um, you, you said something important there and it just made me think of something in terms of when i say um it's not going to be things that we find important i think what you just brought up is very is it's ripe for the picking of a regulator right hey Mm -hmm. we have you by the balls right now activision and microsoft you are you're using predatory practices with your microtransactions and that hurts customers for candy crush or, or whatever we want to we want to put some. We want to get something on on paper, something down that says you can't do this and that with with your microtransaction strategy for Diablo uh, Immortal or Candy Crush or whatever. I think it's going to be little things like that. I really don't think they they care about these exclusives. Yeah, like they. I, yeah, I mean, like that's right. Yeah, like they probably really. And that's a big really thing. It's that, a little but, thing to us, <laughs> but yeah. that's huge. If they um, did something like that. I did want to get these super chats real quick. Uh, shout out to Robin Don for two super chats. He says, uh, with the first one, $5 super chat, says, I was never downplaying ABK. My point is their regulators supposed to predict future of the markets, and they they would know nothing 
they would they would know nothing stay on top forever okay that that is true like eventually cod would get knocked off the top like that's just you know it's just the way you know cod knocked halo off the top yeah yeah sure did sure did and, and halo never recovered you know thanks to 343 anyway uh <laughs> shout out to second super chat if i was the ftc i would give sony five years to 2027 but i will let microsoft go day and day and game pass as soon as possible and, and look that that might just be the case anyway if you what addict said if it well, addict, addict who just was just here said it's true that the deal was renewed with sony in 2018 therefore it would be over in 2023 and if like what we're we thinking is true that like sony adding in clauses and contracts to prevent games from going to game pass at launch is more of a recent thing then then not then like more than likely they didn't put that in a contract in 2018 and that it could but if the deal is done before cod comes out this fall which i'm kind of doubting i doubt i doubt it'll be done this fall but if it is done when it is done that they will be able to Put the game into Game Pass whenever they feel like it, and I, I think that probably will be the case. Well, one other thing about that um, any sort of subscription clause, I know they had that deal with Capcom, right? Yeah. But Capcom is a five billion dollar company, right? And when you when you put restrictions on a company, there has to be some levels of leverage there. I don't know that Sony had the clout to tell Activision of all people what they were going to do with with this thing. They could trust it, but I don't know that they could make all those kinds of demands. So it's not it's not just because they did it with Capcom which is, you know, 120th of the size of of um of Activision doesn't mean they'd have the same uh, bargaining rights or leverage with well, with with Activision to to, I think, to mandate something like that. I think it would be determined upon like what was pre-acquisition Activision stance on Game Pass, because if 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 their stance was very much close to what Take Two stance is, then that was a very easy concession to give up if it was even that's on, true. put on that's the true table. Too. Like meaning they'd say, sure, Sony, you could have that. Yeah, because uh, we don't cause care. We go put it in <laughs> We're going to do it anyway. So, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so good. Sure, you take it. Like you know, and and you know how negotiations are. Sometimes you pretend like you care about something that you don't really care about just to give it up later, so you can get something that you do want. Or like Microsoft pretending to care about the exclusivity on on COD. Right. They were going right. to do it anyway. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but let's you know, let's yeah. throw them some red meat so that we can get away with the the real money. Right. Right. Um, I, one thing though about um, Sony, I, I think um, you know the only because I, I was on, I you know I do PTG with, with, with Boom and the crew or whatever, mm -hmm. and and Boom sort of called it like a doomsday scenario for Sony, which is you know they potentially lose COD or even if they don't lose COD, it's holiday season. Timmy's mom walks into Forte's. Um, <laughs> Uh, oh, please, uh, please, please, please. I need to hear how I oh, need to hear yeah. the story. <laughs> I need to hear how you were in a space and, and everybody didn't That's know who I space. was. It's crazy. Yeah, I, I don't I don't get it, man. I don't think it was everyone didn't know. It was one particular it's all person. These new dudes, man. It's these new guys. It's just like who's Forte? 
You know, I'm, oh, I, so I, you I'm got sitting people here. calling you nautical these days. Nobody knows that. Well, that's Luca. Oh yeah, she, she, yeah. The thing is that most people in this gaming community know who the great gaming forte is. Oh God, the great gaming literally, literally the greatest GameStop manager that ever lived. Also, you you know what another problem is, Forte doesn't really comment on the drama, and the Twitter algorithm rewards the drama, so his stuff don't doesn't get bubbled up to a lot of people. Yeah, which is probably for the that. best. Which is probably for the I'm best. <laughs> and th this show the also, huh, th th this show also does not recognize the drama and as far as we're concerned this show is concerned the drama don't exist as far as the show is concerned. but go ahead free, continue man, continue we should we should yeah, say drama but, free yeah but 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 anyway um drama free and sucker free <laughs> drama free and sucker free <laughs> so so until i join um no so <laughs> um but but to you know the the doomsday scenario was uh 199 you know, holiday sale, Series S, COD on the box, Game Pass day one. What is Timmy's mom gonna buy, right? Uh, and I don't know how we started calling, like Timmy's mom is now a proxy for every normal casual Timmy. consumer. Right. Um, but but I don't, I don't know that it's necessary. I think it's a doomsday scenario for the status quo, but I don't think it's a doomsday scenario for Sony, right? I, I think, um, you know, and I think what they're worried about is losing the casuals, and yes. they're worried about losing their market leader position yes. because a lot of the deals they've been able to get have been because um, because of their position in the market. And while it would be almost suicide to forego uh, the 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 PlayStation. Uh, audience because there are so many of them because they have so many casuals because of things like the deal with COD fourth Activision um, you know Sony can get a an exclusive a timed exclusive or a full exclusive from their partners relatively cheap because again you're not risking many customers by cutting out Xbox gamers yeah right? and, I, and yeah and to, to clarify like because I know there's some people like seem to think that because oh well there, there's so many playstation gamers that play call of duty that when you say things like uh capturing the casual audience that plays call of duty people think that these people the same people who have been playing on playstation for years are going to somehow forget that call of duty is still coming to playstation where they've been playing it for years and only play it on xbox it's not really that it's the newer casual it's the newer casual like i remember luca telling me uh that like years and years and years ago she thought call of duty was only on playstation because that's what the marketing that's what the marketing told her yeah. and but like but luca knows better now but there's gonna be another luca that's younger well, I, I, I actually think it's i think it's worse than that though right because there are so many people remember all the casuals used to play call of duty on the 360 and then sony got the marketing deal yeah and but then there's a new generation that's also playing it the, for the majority are playing it on on place that they were playing it on playstation last generation that's a new generation of people the, the people who love COD, they were playing on 360. They're still playing it on 360. I mean, they were playing on Xbox no. One. 
but here's the thing right that they played it on xbox one suffering because there were weapons and modes and all of those things that came first on the playstation so on and so forth yeah yeah yeah. right so uh, the hardcore hardcore cod players and there are millions of them they jumped ship and they will jump ship yeah, I, I don't I know. I, I think I it started know. with content creators. Content creators. Um, I know a lot of people. And Cobb was one of the most searched games on YouTube. And a lot of the content creators I follow, once they started switching over in the competitive scene, went over to PlayStation because that's where the marketing and everything was. Slowly but surely, you started seeing that happen because there's no, there's no coincidence that the first year of the Xbox One and PS4 that sales were playstation was still selling better but xbox was still holding its own during that first year because they still had they still had the they still had the call of duty uh marketing that first year with ghost but Mm -hmm. as soon as that call of duty marketing went away that's when you saw the the gaping chasm open up because not only did um not only did the, like 2013 really bite them in the butt, but then they started losing exclusive content that they were having, you know, because for a whole generation, people consider Xbox the best play to play shooters. And once Call of Duty got, they got the, the uh, marketing rights for Call of Duty, that seems to be not the place anymore. And then Destiny, right? That, that was like- Well, Destiny was part. basically a PlayStation 4 exclusive because you couldn't even show a box art of Xbox. Yeah, I mean, I played it. I got, uh, I don't know how many hundreds of hours in the first Destiny uh, on Xbox. Hundreds. Like, hundreds. That's not, that's not, that's not, that's not playing Destiny. That's like, that's oh. like, like you played that's it for like, a weekend or something. Yeah, that's no, exactly. No, I, I stopped <laughs> playing after the first reset because then I was on to their game. I was like, I did all of this work. The first reset that I was on to their game. No, 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 because the the ID, there was no, there was no end game other than to keep you playing and wasting your time. But anyway, I don't want to, I don't want to have that. That's every looter shooter, but uh, Destiny does waste your time more than most. I I will agree with that. Oh, Lord, here we go. Well, (laughs) Destiny was the first looter shooter that I actually took seriously and then, and then got away from. But anyway, I say all that to say, casuals and i mean real casuals it's not that they're gonna forget what's on playstation they don't care they they, they don't care about this 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 loyalty thing if there is benefits to them to play it on xbox they're gonna play it on xbox if the beta if the beta comes out a full month on xbox before it comes out on playstation they're gonna get an xbox and play it on xbox if they getting all the new maps and all the everything extras even though i kind of feel like i don't know like i guess it would depend upon like how free activision really is after the acquisition we know phil spencer is supposed to be uh, on top of them um so to speak in, in terms of like trying to clean things up as far as their culture goes but as far as business and questions about that too, yeah about they're really gonna be able to do that but that's maybe that's yeah, a company i don't think look if you can't clean up some of the stuff's going on in your own studios how are you gonna clean up a whole different publisher but like that's that's a whole different you know and debate. I wanna, let me say this I, I i say this on on the shows that i'm on i'll <laughs> say it on your show bobby k is not leaving as soon as people think oh no 
right? People well, think the deal closes and then he's out the door. No, it's not no, they, they already said that he's got like an exit strategy. There's some kind of that, like it's going to be like a certain a certain amount of months before he leaves. So it's not going to be. I, I think it could be a certain amount, at least a year. I, I'm giving him and you maybe know, two. That might be a mistake if they do that. But like, hey, look, it might be, but. It, it you is don't weird. act like Microsoft hasn't made mistakes before. Right. Yeah. Um, all the time. Uh, they, <laughs> why is Frank O'Connor still still employed? I don't know. There you, know, you three, go. Three four right? three. You know. So like that's why I I kind of feel like like they I'm, I'm not quite certain on them cleaning up quote unquote cleaning up Activision. But as far as business decisions are made, they aren't very much on the whole. Hey, we want to get this exclusive for this period of time and that period of time like they weren't on it the way sony was on it with we want we want the maps exclusive we want the beta exclusive we want certain weapons exclusive like all that other crap that like sony was making nickel and diming to get out of call of duty to make sure that it differentiated like this is why you should play it on playstation versus uh, on xbox i'm not i'm not certain xbox is down to do all that stuff well well hold on now i i and this is another thing right like and i've been on this tirade of we need to normalize uh taking morality out of anything we see with these companies right they're for-profit companies designed to separate you from money in your wallet right like right, right. That, that's what that's what they microsoft sony everybody they're not your friends um but the thing is microsoft is not spending 70 billion dollars to come in second place right they're they're not it's not about hugs and 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 rainbows and things like that right they're gonna do these and they're gonna do it in insidious ways and they're gonna do things with a smile on their face but they know the value of just the marketing just being associated with with um um call of duty and they've said nothing about they've said they will keep it multi-platform they said nothing about parody right they they so, haven't so, but there is a there is a um a history of them not doing those kind of things look at minecraft look at look at uh what they've said about the Zenimax stuff that is remaining, like the stuff that's ongoing, like Elder Scrolls Online, they, there's been nothing said of like that on Xbox and PC. But it's different. coming out at, at, at a certain time, but then like it's coming out a Shit. month later on PlayStation. Like, like here's the, here's the difference, though, right? <laughs> Minecraft, that was sort of part of the deal with getting them. And Elder Scrolls was always like that, right? Elder Scrolls never had, hey, PlayStation is getting something and Xbox isn't, or vice versa, right? Call of Duty, the licensing for it has always been whoever has this marketing deal will have, it, it was friends with benefits, right? You are gonna get, like, the, the Call of Duty IP and franchise has no problem gating features for whoever is um, whoever they're in bed with, right? And now they're getting married to Microsoft. So I think the difference there is um, Activision has a has a history 
of segmenting out uh, or, or delaying content, right? So I'm just saying, I think that that continues. I don't think that, because remember, it's probably still going to be hands off. I, I think that they just do all the favors they did for Sony. I think they do that now on top of being in Game Pass. I think right? I think they feel just having it in Game Pass is enough that they wouldn't need to do all the other stuff. They, That's they only if you think Microsoft are nice people. I know. I know. <laughs> I, they're not fair. nice people. <laughs> but so far, when it comes to that kind of stuff, they've been playing fair for the past generation and then some. So you do. They're that not you're nice coming people. from behind. Like they're still coming from behind. I mean, we'll see. yeah, they haven't. Pause. Like, I'm like just throw I mean, they're there, they're still when it comes to the these the in console arena, the three big platforms. They're still third, so like they're still coming from behind. So I I, I don't think that's going to change at least not anytime soon. Um, shout out to uh, Harky Shani with a five dollar super chat. He says. Bobby isn't leaving for years. Expect ABK to slow down as well since Microsoft doesn't do crunch. I do 1000% agree with the second sentence. They're definitely going to slow down uh, their cadence of releases, not just with Call of Duty, but with just everything because. Shout uh, out to Hargi coming through. They're, they're, they're changing stances with crunch, which doesn't mean that Xbox Game Studios don't crunch because they definitely do crunch at times, but. They don't do the extreme crunch that Activision Blizzard seems to think is uh, a way of life. So, uh, I think if anybody listened to the interview that the I forget the guy's name that was on the Iron Lords uh, this past week from he the one of the Naughty past Dog. yeah the, co, the the past co-founder of Audio Dog and stuff mm-hmm. where he he had a really good explanation where he was talking about crunch and stuff and how you know studios are still crunching they're just making it more of a taboo thing across you know saying you don't have to do that but studios are still doing it is nothing new and the thing is develop not developing but publishers they'll just turn a blind eye to it they know studios are doing it so they say as long as the product gets out there that's all that really kind of matters and they're just leaving it to the studios themselves to self-police themselves when it comes to um crunch and everything but crunch is going to still be a thing until I guess unions become a really, really big part of the gaming community where that's something that they can negotiate inside of that to actually get some type of paid time leave and stuff like some studios actually do now. Um, Crunching at my job right now. Uh, (laughs) That's why I was up this late. But um, I I think the the there's different levels of it. It's not just like working overtime. It is a lot of people make that misconception, yes. Right. Yeah. It's a it's a thing where they force you and you are under pressure where even if they don't explicitly say it, if you don't do it, you're going to be in fear for your job and things like that. So that's the kind of thing we want to get over. This idea where everybody, you know, turns off their their phones and computers at five o'clock. I don't think that that's a thing that anyone's trying to do. It's more um, I mean, maybe Microsoft is doing it with how long these games are taking to come out. But um, that's not say, what it's about. Some would say this is proof they're not doing it because the games are taking forever to come out. But I, I think it's yeah. more proof of them being asleep at the wheel and not knowing what these studios are doing until it's like they missed a couple deadlines. You I, I realize just, what the heck's going on. I just, truly, I, I just truly think that studios haven't gotten to the point where they're 100% back um, 
I mean, because you got it's like we will never really truly understand the impact of the last two Dude, years. Really say this had. Code. Other, no, 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 no. Listen, listen. Other listen, studios listen. and publishers not have been every, able to no, release but games. Every, but listen, every studio. But see, you got to think. We're talking about every studio hasn't done that though. Every studio. Now there are some studios like this trust is the me, only is, publisher that can't release games. Listen, which one are we talking about? Xbox Game Studios. Oh no, we 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 we're not talking. I'm talking about developers in general. I'm not talking about just Xbox Game. But Studios. what I'm saying is that like I'm the pandemic general, was a global pandemic. Listen, it wasn't a pandemic saying, that focused so, listen, solely on Xbox listen, Game Studios. It, it ain't got nothing. To, this ain't got nothing to do with Xbox because we we got Midnight Suns got delayed and stuff like that. There's games getting delayed all the time. First Spoken got delayed. It's like we will never understand the impact of the last year to two years have really been on these development houses until five six years from now when they get back to a normal development schedule where covid completely can't be a part of the scenario i mean the fact that we try to the fact that we try to ignore that that did happen and we we not everybody ain't nobody ignored no i'm, I'm no, not, not dealing ignore, with this not, listen, narrative listen, that we're ignoring no, it no, no, no we're, we're not ignoring no, it it's listen, just that xbox game listen, studio is the only one that still isn't releasing hold games on hold, on, me, hold on hold on hold on hold on look what did COVID have to do with undead labs complete mismanagement of them trying to go triple a if you look at the articles, everything that they well, had, had, but also Undead Labs released the game before that, so that had nothing to do with them at all. Their game them being in pre-production for three years has nothing to do with when their game released. Their game, but like I said, we're not using. I can't. You can't use them as a thing because their game Why came not? out before, so they has can't nothing use, to do. They can't the, use the their excuse. mismanagement Nobody, has listen, nothing to do we with COVID. Know that listen, we. Listen, did you hear what I just said? I didn't just say Xbox Game Studios. I'm talking about all of these. It's a but lot you of studios. brought like, it you up think? in defense oh, of Xbox Game Studios. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. I, you heard what I said. All of these studios, we will not know. I wasn't talking about just Xbox Studios. I just named games like Forspoken, Midnight Suns. All of these games has got delayed out of 2022 into 2023. This has been a consistent thing. Xbox Game Studios just highlights it way more than anybody else because they haven't had anything in the course of the last two years. Everything that they release or, or they try to release, they don't have they don't have anything to buffer it out. So they so in most gamers' eyes, it's mismanagement, which ninety percent of it most likely is. But for the rest of these other studios, they're still having some of the same issues and stuff. The only difference is they have released games over the course of the last couple of years, and we don't hold that to them as much as we hold against Microsoft. Think, that's my um, point they for these games but but here's the thing i think it's all a lot of it with the people who were able to release games and the people who weren't a lot of there's a lot of different factors of why they were able to release those games right some of it is they were in production a lot earlier a lot of the games that we've gotten so far this year those were supposed to come out last year so they were delayed and they were pushed back. And another thing is, uh, in, in terms of the, the COVID impact, it depends on how you're, if you're already dealing with a distributed team and everyone's working from home, like the people at Moon Studios. That you weren't or, affected by that. Or you weren't affected as much as people who their entire studio environment is designed for everyone to come into the office every day. And then you have to adjust to those things. So yeah, they lost a lot of time for mocap 
but there's also other things that they had to get up and running. And I think the entire, not just the gaming industry, but, but you know, work around the world has changed. We're all talking about these hybrid models or, the, or, or everyone sort of just working from home full time. I haven't been to the office since uh, March of 2020. Right. So so and and it, it, it can slow things down. This is not to make an excuse. It is just there are a bunch of factors why a lot of this this uh, happens. And I think what we're seeing with Microsoft right now in 2022 calendar year <laughs> um, is their lack of investment from like three years ago. Facts facts that's right. that's the key right there the fact that they waited until 2017 to purchase all of these studios and then all the studios they purchased already had titles that they were already in pre-production with or they were already about to release or already had released so now you're working in the environment where they're they're not even getting games directly made just for them they got to finish out projects that they were already working on for other studios then you get hit with the pandemic and then everything else gets pushed back this isn't an excuse saying that just like you said like mismanagement we can't just say it's mismanagement and that's that's the beginning and end of it without saying that well some of these studios probably did get impacted a lot heavily by the whole um pandemic situation and stuff but that still isn't an excuse because it ultimately falls on microsoft in the end because they waited into 2017 to right wrongs that they basically started back in 2011 and it and that's the biggest problem and if, if they never would have did that then people would be perfectly fine with the offerings we got but they didn't do it they 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 messed up on that regard uh, two things moon studios was brought up a, a a developer that's all remote moon studios has all kinds of dysfunction going on and none of it has anything to do with the pandemic this is what I'm saying about like you have to take it. You can't just put a blanket statement on all studios, regardless of Xbox Studios but or I not. Mean, I, I let y'all talk. Let me speak. Let me speak. I'm sorry. I let y'all talk. I apologize. We can't make a blanket statement saying it's COVID or mismanagement. You have to look at each studio individually and see what their issues are and why they aren't releasing games. And in, in, in regards to my second point, in regards to Microsoft and not having games this year, they would have had a game this year if they would have managed Halo Infinite correctly because it should have been coming out this year. So if they would have managed that properly, didn't try to force the game out as a launch game, then force it out on the anniversary when they knew it still wasn't ready. If they would have actually had it come out when it was spoke when it was actually ready to come out this year, they would have had a first party AAA game come out this year. Again, this is about mismanagement. It's mismanagement. It's, it's it can't be hundred percent about mismanagement without all the other stuff. The majority of it is mismanagement. You admitted it was mismanagement for the fact that they didn't even have studios to make games, well, first party agree. games, that's them the in the first place. I think they mismanaged with that's the whole one. Thing. That's the one mismanagement. Second mismanagement is the fact that like they're forcing games to come out at times when those games aren't ready to come out, and therefore it leaves these gaps. And, and if you would have been able to naturally deal with the fact that uh, a publisher that you acquired, both of their games got delayed uh, this year. If 
you weren't forcing your other games to come out when they're not ready. So, mismanagement. Now, we do have another super chat from Hargi Shanee. $10 super chat. He says, uh, WBG delayed. What is that? WBG. Water Border Games. WB Games. Oh, WB Games. Delayed two years. GT7, Horizon Forbidden West, and Ragnarok delayed at least one. Breath of the Wild 2 delayed at least two years. State of Decay 2 came out in May of 2018. AAA games take at least five years to make. Xbox released six games August 21st to January 22nd. Okay. Uh, Talk to him. Talk to him, Hard Geek. Okay, I don't think he needs a hype band. Uh, what about this year? Okay, like you're talking about all like what well, WB had delayed games. GT three Sony games got delayed. Sony got more first party games this year than than Xbox does. Sony had first party games come out last year too. So that look, they could they could buffer those delays. What's the only first party game coming out for Xbox this year? Pentiment. I mean, let's bad for Josh Sawyer because of Microsoft dropping the ball on first party. Yes. Pentiment is the butt of everybody's I agree 1000% because look, Disco Elysium, love Disco Elysium. This game's supposed to be more like that. Josh Sawyer is a good developer. I think Pentiment's going to be a good game. Here's the problem though. It's ugly. That's one. The art style, that was a misstep. Because even Disco Elysium is is a is an indie game, but it's got that watercolored look. It it, it works. Nothing about the way Pentiment looks works. Now that therefore, it can still be a quality RPG, right? Yeah. But the it's problem the same thing with Dust Falls. Yeah, it, it's these little games that are supposed to be your filler games in between big games are now being looked upon to be big games because you don't have big games coming out. It's the same thing that happened back in 2018 with State of Decay 2 and Sea of Thieves. Neither of those games should have been looked at as like your big offerings from a publisher. Neither of them. But because that's all Xbox had to offer in those years, they got put up against Spider-Man, Detroit Become Human, and God of War. It's not fair to those developers. Because people look at it like way more than what it should have been looked at you know I mean, to be fair sea of thieves is a huge game that probably has just as many players if not more that it's a huge game expensive. now back then when it came out it had no content it was a completely new ip and no one could could tell you what the game was trying to be or what it was trying to do I think a better example than uh, CFDs would be Record. I don't think Record. I think Record got a bad rap because I, I played it like a few months ago, and like you know, not looking at it, especially it hurt that it came out close to to Horizon, and you know, a, uh, a sort of um, post-apocalyptic world that is run by robots. And you look at Horizon. And then you look at uh, Recore, and 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 that that says all you need to to know. But it actually was a a, a, a fun game, um, and I think that it, that speaks to what you're talking about, right? Like these games that that um, really have to 
bear the brunt of the lack of investment and mismanagement on the first party side of xbox right right so but yeah i, I just want to bring up record because i actually think it's a really fun game that that got a bad rap because there was nothing else going on and that's all people had to look at yeah like pentiment yeah look let's uh, very spirited debate we got into very spirited debate. Least, i blame everborn but then I, as i say i blame everborn i i appreciate everborn uh, his opinion and everything, which prompted such a spirit. You're not going to appreciate my opinion if they buy Sega. They're not buying Sega. If anybody buys Sega, it's going to be Sony. Stop it. <laughs> These are my nightmares. I, I look. I literally only want Sony to buy Sega just to just to, <laughs> to see Everborn's reaction. I, I would. You wouldn't see salt and fanboy tears. Oh, like I would. Sony buy Sega. I, I I pray at night that it happens. Just to, just to, well, maybe I'll pull a very like elaborate April Fool's joke or something and and and, and get that response out of you. Either way, uh, I would love to see that. Anyway. We'll get up out of here. Um, we had a. This is a long podcast. This is almost three hours. We can't do three hours. We're going to have to. Uh, uh, well, you know what it said. We ain't had nothing to talk about it, and you found a way. I found a way. Yeah. I, I don't know. I think, you, I think you found a way, Forte. I think How did, did I find? Well, listen, man. You lead, <laughs> I follow. <laughs> um,. We get that body here. Everborn, let everybody know where to find you. Let everyone know what you are working on about your uh, absolutely fantastic graphic novel, the the game that you're making off of the graphic novel, how slow-mo helped you uh, with some of the the, uh, the interface Combo features, counter. the count, the hit counter and everything. I want a very small credit somewhere in the credits. Uh, let, <laughs> let everybody know what you, what you got going on, man. No, man, it's Everborn Saga everywhere. Um, Xbox, PlayStation, Steam. Uh, I don't play multiplayer games with people, so we can be friends, but I'm not probably not going to game with you. Um, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, all that stuff. Everborn Saga, my branding is in order. But most importantly, EverbornSaga.com, where you can buy those beautiful comic books and graphic novels and some merch that uh, Slomo was just talking about and... We just released the Redlands comic book uh, earlier this year, chapter one. I'm literally, as we speak, working on uh, the game, which is going to be a 2D beat-em-up in the vein of Streets of Rage 4 and Shredder's Revenge. Um, and I will have more to show about that soon. And, and I do want to say this here. I've said it in a few places, but I want to start spread the word. I want the community to be involved in the development of this project because I feel like there's so many of us that have these decades and decades of knowledge about gaming and the tools are in such a place where any of us can be an indie game dev and i want to at least do what i can to help demystify what it is to work on a game and release a game um it is easier than you think and i think we all uh can do it and i also think in doing it a lot of us will have a lot less bad takes like this is a shitty developer or that's a shitty developer so uh look out for that uh soon i want to just start having uh game dev sessions and live stream those and just you guys can see me mess up and all my horrible coding <laughs> 
That that's actually I, I'm looking forward to that because I've actually thought about doing some. I I never have time, but I've actually thought about like I have an idea for a game that like has been in my mind for like the past five years, but I just haven't. Uh, I haven't dedicated any time towards actually like figuring out where to get started, how what engine I would want to use. Probably Unreal. Now that I think about it, but like just little things like that, I haven't really. Uh, you know, done done any um, legwork or research on it. It'd be good to watch you make all the mistakes and you know hit all the dead ends. So I don't have to. I appreciate that. every one of them, every dead end. <laughs> I will hit. Um, but yeah. Uh, also, the, um, I, I was checking. I was saying something in the chat. Did you shout out Game and Circle Podcast? I mean, I talked about earlier, but yes, Game and Circle Podcast on Saturdays, every Saturday at ten a.m. Slow-mo is always in the chat giving me gruff. Yes, uh, and he deserves every it. Wednesday uh at 7 p.m. I'm on Boom's channel. Everybody knows Mr. Boomstick XL. Uh with Primetime Gaming. I'm there with Mag, K Asante, uh Crispy Bomb, and um Wandering Dutch. Uh so every Wednesday at 7, every uh Saturday at 10. And I will be doing um stuff on my channel very soon. I know I've been promising that for like six months, but yeah, I'm oh, you're just as bad as slow mo. <laughs> hey, look, man. Hey, look. This content on the channel right now. Okay? <laughs> yeah, the podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I, and I do, <laughs> I do lunchtime with slow mo. Look, look, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna upload a video. I'm gonna upload a video just for Fortnite, and it's just gonna be a video saying, "Hey, look, it's gonna be a black screen and some words." And then be like, "You're welcome, Fortnite." That's gonna be it. This is just gonna be like a five second video just to get get them okay. off my back. Uh, no, no, seriously, I will bring some. Um, I'm, I'm working on, still working on my video about game engines. Um, that that's taking a little bit longer than I thought, but uh, so did my black hair video, and so did my Elden Ring review, and those turned out great. So just bear with me, please. Uh, in the meantime, though, uh, Forte, um, let everybody know where you can, everybody can find you and stuff. Yeah, well, shout out to uh, the two. Well, shout out to the the surprise guest, uh, Gaby Addict, that walked through the front door and didn't knock before he came in. Uh, shout out to um, Elder Bone Soccer coming up through the house. You know, make sure you go support that brother and everything he does. He's amazing. Uh, Slow Mo, amazing job hosting as usual. Uh, myself, Gaby Forte, everywhere, YouTube, Twitter, Xbox Live, PlayStation, um, DPS podcast on my channel next week. Um, Stay tuned for that, and um, you guys have a great weekend. And myself, slow mo backslap. Um, you're here on my channel. Appreciate you. If you haven't liked the the video yet, like the freaking video, please. Uh, you haven't subbed to the oh, channel. I gotta hit the, I gotta hit sub, the like button. Sub to my freaking channel. You know, so I can. I don't know why I'm talking like that, but just sub to the channel, all right? Um, also, uh, you can check me out on Twitter and Twitch of the same name. And uh, I'll have some content out sometime next week, I guess. So, um, yeah. You guys have a great one. Shout out again, as he said, to Gaming uh, Gaming Act that came through. Thank you, Everborn, for coming through as well. Uh, and hope you I guys... I gotta do this more often, man. I'm always, uh, I'm always like, yelling at you guys while you do the show. This is the first <laughs> time I said, you know what? Let me tell them to give me a link. <laughs> I want to yell at you when you can hear me, huh? Well, you know, maybe next time we get KS on. Who's here, yelling? You can get, get, get a, a game in circle slash damage We've per second. We've been trying to do that thing. for months. You guys, are, you guys are just so busy, man. 
Oh my gosh. Hey, I'm saying just so got busy. through doing his show and he noticed everything is crossed out, so the show's over. <laughs> <laughs> Shout right. out to you, man. You working real hard on that channel, bro. All right, we're getting out of here. We literally have 10 seconds before we hit three three hours. So that's it. We're out. Peace, everyone. Enjoy your games. Peace, uh, have love, a great hair, time. Peace, and video games. And, and we're, we're done. Bye. Peace.